Hey, this is Rudy Povich from Dude Worthy. You are listening to Cyanet Radio. Hopefully this itch will one day go away. I've got something in my front pocket for you. Why don't you reach on in my pocket and see what it is? Then grab onto it, it's just for you. Give it a little squeeze and say, how do you do? Something in my front pocket for you. Why don't you reach on in my pocket and see what it is? Then grab onto it, it's just for you. Give it a little squeeze and say, how do you do? There's something in my front pocket. There's something in my front pocket. There's something in my front pocket. I've got something in my front pocket for you. Why don't you reach on in my pocket and see what it is? Then grab onto it just for you. Give it a little squeeze and say, how do you do? There's something in my front pocket. There's something in my front pocket. There's something in my front pocket. The countdown will begin this Sunday afternoon at 1, right here on the radio station you grew up with. Music Radio 138. Oh, fuck. What the hell's going on here? Oh, he's well, isn't it the last hour? We got another hour to do? I thought we were almost finished. Good golly, Miss Molly. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Hi, this is Casey Kasem. American Top 40 has moved to a new time. I hope you'll join me this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at 2. 2. Now, we're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio. And here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's go start again. I'm coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. It's a god, last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. <laughs> oh, hello, cocks and cunts. That was the late, great Casey Kasem with probably uh, some of the worst rants I've ever heard from that guy. Oh, shit, that was just a Tuesday. What are you talking right. about? It's the only ones that he they put like, on air. He seemed like such a happy guy. And I'm surprised here is. there isn't more of them. Right? Where did you even find that shit? YouTube. Nice. Look at you, just scouring the interwebs. Well, I got a fucking you champion. Know, the nice thing about having this show for the last, what is it, close to a year now. Almost a year, yeah. Um, is that it's not just scouring the internet for porn anymore. I have to actually like, <laughs> You have to do porn. shit. Exactly. I mean, I do, I do look for like porn clips, you know, to bring in here sure. and stuff like that. Which I'm sure you'll hear at some point this evening. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that Christo's not on it already. Well, he's playing video games like KG. God damn it. He's been possessed I by the not, ghost of I'm, KG. I was listening to the feed, jerk off. <laughs> Don't listen to the feed. As long as you can hear it. Can you hear it? Is the feed yeah, coming through? Sure it sounds Is it feeding? Okay, it sounds good. Now get back to your fed? work. <laughs> do get to work, you asshole. Do what we're Fuck paying you, you for. Greg. <laughs> You don't listen to me. You don't trust that greaseball cocksucker. <laughs> you turned your back on him. He'd stick it in. 
So yeah, we're back with another episode of uh, the filthiest shit on non-terrestrial radio, the Buzzkill Show. We have uh, a very special in-house guest today, my good friend Christopher Michael Jensen, aka CMJ. What's up? Yes. What's going on? We were gonna have Ashley Sealer with too, but apparently she's uh, going through heroin withdrawals today and had to be admitted to urgent care again. Again. This is the second time she canceled on us. Yeah, not quite. Right. right. Well, it's not that. It's not that bad. But we miss you, Ash. She really wanted to be here. She's been uh, throwing up today. Um, Ugh. So yeah, it sucks. But that does suck. Well, we'll get it back. She's on. here in spirit. Exactly. Next time you guys do another wrap uh, for life benefit, we'll have you guys back through uh, to do that shit. But welcome. Assuming you want, he wants to come back. Exactly. Yeah. I guess this. <laughs> you told this, me this is a dirty show, and then you open with "Hey, Cox and cunts." So. <laughs> Yeah. First time listener. No easy. No, no easy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no easy into this. No, it's just. Now let me talk about my heartwarming, our heartwarming benefits. Exactly. Hey, we did it what, <laughs> a, a couple of what a month ago. We did uh, a show for um, the Mac. Does uh, a AIDS walk benefit thing. We did that, and all we did was play music by people that died of AIDS. Oh, <laughs> exactly. So. We had that going yeah. for us, which is nice. There's a lot of Freddie Mercury. There's a lot of Freddie Mercury, and then the guy from. Uh, did you play Easy E? Yeah. yeah. We, did oh, play yeah some, we did play some Easy, yeah. Uh, the, the, what's his name? Uh, we don't have to take our clothes off to have we a good don't. time. Yeah, he used to be in. What's his name? Jesse. Jerome. Jerome. No. Jerome Simpson? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Jesse Johnson? What the fuck Come is Come on, his you name? remember his name. I don't. Where's Jesse the Sanchez? research department at? We have none. Oh. We had to we had to no. cut costs, so yeah. that, guy, that guy got fired. That research department didn't do anything. We didn't anyways. really pan out the way we wanted it we to. We found out stuff we wanted to know on our own phones before KG <laughs> would right. look anything up. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic! So we're gonna be chilling, chatting with uh, with Chris tonight, playing some tracks from his. Uh, just got released a month ago, didn't it? Yeah, less than almost, a month ago. Yep. Almost to the date. Yeah. Um, CM Cool J. So we'll probably be playing that thing in its entirety throughout the evening and talking a little bit about. Uh, the Rap for Life benefit series, and then the upcoming Rap for Life four. That is, you guys are doing at the Poor House. So next week, week from today. Week from today. Yep. Sweet ass pie. Nice. June twenty sixth. At the Paul. That's the, a the good old Poor House. Poor House. Is Matt Hill still there? That's a there? Thursday, right? Yeah. Yes, he, he is. is. All right. Shout out to Matt Hill. Yeah, <laughs> friend of the show. Friend of the show. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. It was Jermaine Stewart, by the way. Mm. Jermaine Stewart. That's what it was. Yeah. That's the fucking guy. That's the dude. That and fucking then the guy. I don't remember. We, it, it was, was great, like though. hard to find people. It really was. I mean, there were a bunch of them. Like, we played Rat, apparently. The guitar player from Rat died right. of AIDS. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Liberace, but he didn't have any, like... He didn't sing in any lyrics. No, he just, just... Yeah, he just had those... Stuff. He just played like, a bunch of his piano music. Exactly. Yeah, it was just I didn't want... Who wants to listen shit? to that yeah, shit? It would have been, like, 30 seconds, and all right. Oh, God. Good thing he died of AIDS. Exactly. We should have done people that, act that you know, have AIDS... But haven't died yet, and then we could have just made up a bunch of people. <laughs> like we could have. <laughs> we'll do that next year. Yeah, I was just gonna say. It's like, all right, this next track's from Snoop Dogg. Oh, y'all didn't know he had AIDS? Yeah. Oh, for real? Here's yeah. A, here's another. Here's news. another. Here's a block from Iggy Azalea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holy shit! Speaking of, so I wanted to bring this up too, and we'll probably talk about it when we when we oh, do yes. the top five singles. But uh, I was reading something today that she was on some New York radio show and kind of kicked it off pretty intensely by putting a 
kind of a mea culpa out to her fans to stop fingering her when she crowd surfed. <laughs> she oh, was yeah, literally no, talking I did about see that article. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was ridiculous. She was like she was like, I can't even crowd surf anymore because I'll be on top of the crowd and people are trying to shove fingers up my vagina and she's like it's more girls than guys and she's complaining about this why i i have no well she's her thing stop was wearing like, short skirts on stage well she's and then she goes on to say she's like i now wear like two pairs of underwear and then like tights <laughs> to make it harder to fucking like she should get like a, met- a metal maxi pad to put in her <laughs> chastity belt yeah there is go. what you gotta rock in order to keep that shit out of there but I thought that was fucking hilarious for a woman who kind of puts out... And granted, it doesn't matter what you're doing in your music. That's totally inappropriate. But at the same time, it's like, I guess your fan base kind of takes you a little more literal than you do in terms... You got a song called Pussy. They want to put two fingers in your song. Yeah, apparently. but it's also like... Like, I see if, if I, like... If there were enough people that actually came to a Buzzkill show and I was to crowd surf, you know, I'd complain if people were just trying to jack me off. No, you wouldn't. It's hard to complain when your pants are on your knees. Yeah, Yeah, well, it take a lot more time to like thoroughly jack somebody. Wait, wait, wait! Don't go nowhere! Don't go nowhere! Hold on, I'm following you. There's plenty of times where I've gotten myself off from outside my jeans. Sure, I'm doing it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we need to videotape this stuff. We should. The good good people of uh, you know out there need to see that kind of shit. The good people. Yes. Well, there's no good good people. Four people. Exactly. They're all they're all fucking degenerates. The whole lot of them. You hear that, people? We also have Mike Shank in the room yes. tonight. The Shankenstein. Oh. What, what do we do to deserve the, uh, the special arrival? Do you want a shot, Shank? Oh, he, he certainly good. does. Good. Who doesn't? Well, at this point, we might as well just pass the bottle. Yeah, we just yeah. Let's have yeah, just drink just, out of the bottle. Just tip it up. Since we've just established that we all. Well, no, we've been, ooh. Oops. Oop, oop, oop. Oops. That's a two for. Oh, well, oh, I didn't right. know it was like so that. We're exchange herpes tonight. So we're like winos now, is what the thing is. Hey, here's cheers to you. Here, let's, you let's do a shot like civilized people in a plastic right. red cup. <laughs> this is why we host a show and we're not like, you know, Klingons or whatever. We actually don't drink out of bottles. Yeah. You know, we're all classy up here. <laughs> Nice. What are you just making shit up? It's like the Klingons. It's like Klingons who went to Star Wars music. <laughs> Hey, uh, it's the closest we had. He's like, look, yeah, all I got is sci-fi. That's, that's close enough. <laughs> all I got is sci-fi shit. Hey, cheers to you, you yeah, stupid you asshole. Too. Yeah, thanks. Oh, God, mm. baby Jesus, help us. I just I, I want to let terrible. you know, I don't know if I, I had a chance to talk to you, but we do have a um, a little surprise later on in the show. We do? Yeah, we've got a special guest that's going to be calling in. Really? Yeah, I had uh, pulled, pull? pulled a few strings. Um, I had to well, actually talk to some people pretty high up, if you know what I mean, wow. to get this to happen. So it's exciting. Um, well, I'm just all now. I'm all I love the now. Teaser. I got a now. Yeah. I got a, now I got a chubby. So I just, for anybody that knows, oh, I, I, like, I, I just received a dick straw. Oh, I'm glad it's tight. Are we it's doing blows and everything? Hey, mind the stepchildren when you hey, put that in you your know, bottle. This seems like a mold. <laughs> Something. Like your mold? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, those balls are weird, like yours. You got weird balls, man. Hey, but you know what? In, to my credit, I'm a grower, not a shower, man. <laughs> so, you know, I've got that. That is so terrible. Oh, oh my God. But the, the, the hole is so small that you can't really... Well, it's supposed to be concentrated. 
it gets bigger Concentrate the longer up. you suck yeah. on it. Oh, it doesn't even reach. The ball <laughs> stop it from reaching my beer. You got to go cornitas. I think you got to kind of tuck them in. Uh, Push them up in your stomach real quick, and I think you can get down in there. Maybe put it in the cup. Huh? What do you think about that? Well, no, the ball's it, weren't there. It would just I fall in all the way. Yeah, exactly. Then, then, you, then a, you're you like, need well, a really long one. There's a little of the shot left in here. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Drinking it through a straw is terrible. Hey, is there any residue that like comes oh, back down in the balls? Look at it. It didn't even come through the hole, and I tipped the straw upside down. It spilled all over my hand. Maybe he's got prostate cancer. I just came Jameson all over my <laughs> he's hand. He's milking the prostate. <laughs> he's totally milking it. It's not the first time. This like, certainly won't be the last. No. It's good times, great oldies. Yeah. God, I love this show. Is there anything that you really want to talk about? Like, do you have any topics like other the kick than off? Iggy Azalea getting no, fingered? No, I just thought that was fucking hilarious when I read it today. I was like, oh my God. Fantastic. That's, you know, that's the first time you actually brought something to the show. Like a piece of news really? or something. Sure. And that story was actually written like a month ago. So. Was it really? Yeah, it's not even like a new God story. God damn it. That is some bullshit. Fuck you, Facebook, for making me think shit was brand new. <laughs> it was funny. T- there was some, uh, your buddy too, uh, Shane Young Sick the Gifted, posted something. It was like last week and it was like an obituary for uh, Ernest Borgnine. And he's like, sad. And I'm like, yeah, it is sad. Or it was because he died two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, goddamn Facebook. He's like, fucking, I gotta, he's like, I gotta Snopes every fucking thing I click on. That would have been bad sure if, it was, like if it was even Mickey Rooney because that was like two months ago. Right, exactly. Like, wait, late train, motherfucker. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> a hoax. It was, it is. Kubrick filmed that the shit. The whole thing. And, the, and so was the Holocaust. They saw 2001. They were like, Kubrick, can you do this? He's like, of course. Because he's Russian in my, that, in that, my that's, head. That's he's Russian. Of course I can. It is. Of course I do this. And then I break you. <laughs> and then I break you. <laughs> and then he morphs to Dolph Lundgren midway through. I must break you. <laughs> what the fuck? And then fuck? he says, shoot them. Shoot <laughs> them both. <laughs> shoot them both. Well, let's chat a little bit about uh, yes your your record that came out yes a uh, l- little less than a month ago. CM Cool J, tell me a little bit about this record. I uh, started working on it. <coughs> um, I've actually been working on it in like one form or another since like 2012. That's when I put out like my last solo project. Um, you had done it, some you had done some mixtapes kind of in, be- yeah, in between. Yeah, I did like again, like a, my last like I guess like pressed up in store album sure that was selling i put out that, that in like 2010 mm-hmm. that was called there's meaning underground and then uh, that's right and then i did kind of like some like mixtapes that were called the chris tape volume one and two in 2011 2012 and those were basically like full albums but they were i mean they had like original production stuff but i was like giving them away for free and sure. they were a little longer they had a lot of collabs on them so um and then my kind of thought process was i was going to just kind of <coughs> maybe put out like one-off songs for a while and so I did a couple like that, and then I started thinking if I was going to keep making songs, that it might just make sense just to do another album. Um, so it kind of picked up a lot of steam towards the end of last year, and I just started kind of just recording a lot, and it started to go pretty quick. Um, and then by like the new year, we were kind of wrapping up the album. Um, so then I just put it out in May. So it's been in the works for a while, but I would say the last six or seven months, or probably about September end of the summer last year is kind of when everything started to kind of come together speed up a yeah lot with it nice um but yeah it's good to finally have it out um it was getting been getting a lot of really good uh reactions from people put out a couple of videos got some more videos on the way nice um been doing a lot of press for it and yeah it's been, where can uh, we see these videos on youtube sweet 
And who shoots your videos? Does he charge you two grand a pop to do it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've actually I've had uh, I've had some good people I've been working with. Uh, they the, the two videos I've done so far made by a company that are called uh, Common Culture, and they uh, they do a lot of stuff with like Fifth Element and Rhyme Sayers. Um, nice. So we've done uh, two videos. I got another video right now in the works uh, with a guy. His name is EJ. He does a lot of videos for Dem Atlas. Oh, nice. Who was recently signed to Rhyme Sayers. So. Um, Friend of the show? Has he been on before? <laughs> no. No. We just call everyone. Is a friend we just call everyone show. that we know. <laughs> <laughs> friend of the show, Joshua Turner. Of course, yes. We know. It's, we didn't even call him by Dem Atlas. But right. It's like, just, we'll give him his Christian name. Right, right, so. right. Do you have a name for any of these videos on YouTube? Uh, yes. Are uh, you looking him up right now? It was called uh, Political Party. Yeah. It was, like a, it was like a party song, but I wanted to make like a party song about politics. So it was yeah. like kind of like an like a upbeat, uh, sort of dancey vibe to it. That one got some love from a couple different sites too didn't it was it yeah. that one or the I got, uh, yeah I've been kind of trying to get them out to blogs and stuff um, so yeah it's been getting the, those videos have been getting good receptions too um, the other one was called Hit Em With The Rap that's right and we shot that one uh, a lot of that video was shot at like a house party show at my friend's uh, Lifted Minds house in St. Paul nice um, those dudes are cool yeah yeah. also friends of the show and friends of yeah. the show yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> The revolving door of MCs and shit. That is not the video. My bad. I don't what, know is what, that? Is. what was that? Two live Jews? <laughs> <laughs> Signed to Ruthless Records, y'all. So did you do? I, I thought I read something about this too when it came out. Did you do like your uh, mixing and mastering with, with uh, Cherry Sky Studios? No, I, or d- I did it um, with uh, Wesley Opus. Okay. Um, that's kind of when the album started to speed up. As I, I started recording some songs for the album at his house because I okay. previously had done most of the recording at my own house, and then I would maybe like give it to Wes and then he would mix it and then he'd give it back and then so I did a couple um, not at Wes's studio for this album but once we started doing a lot over there it just started to kind of it went pretty smooth and it kind of sped up the process so then we just started kind of cranking them out pretty quick and that's kind of what it sort of got the album rolling as far as like the energy goes so yeah um, he did like an amazing job on the mix and master he always does like a lot of like really cool little mixing almost producer effects and stuff yeah Yeah, yeah. I mean the songs definitely sound way different after he's done with them that's nice to have and it's also nice to get somebody like collaboratively like i've never really worked as a solo artist i've always had like it's either greg or or keith with when we're doing out of bounds or mercy's when we're doing literati right and it's just like you know left to my own devices i'm probably like the biggest procrastinator on the planet (laughs) no shut up (laughs) and so it's nice to have somebody else to kind of like some you know either like share the load or push you to kind of you know move shit along it always seems like you get like you know enough people that are like kind of focused on the same goal that shit moves along a little bit quicker than if you were you know yeah, just kind of left to your own devices or whatever. Well, let's uh let's do a couple tracks. I, I know it's early, but we always like to kick this stuff off. Uh, Wait, before we do a couple of tracks, back to my original question: um, did, Were you charged like two grand for the videos each one you made? I was not. Okay, why don't you? We'll talk. Was I want to find, find out how much those cost. Was that a dig at Mercy's? What, what the fuck do you think it was? <laughs> But then you get shit like naked, so it's well, tough. That's to, true. So what are you saying? It's tough to. I should have been paid for my foleying uh, and ADR things that I did on it. But I you like know those, what? those literati videos. What are you talking about? You didn't pay for anything for like, the video. I paid for it. No, all. you did. That's true. Right. What's, so what's that literati video? Like the monster walking around the city and shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. modern yeah, life. That's a good yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. That's a good video. That was that was a good one, and I think we got to do that. You know, on the on the cheaper side. I know parade was a little bit more of a a thing because we had like a whole deaths like this giant yeah. kind of grim reaper and then there was like 
choreographed dancers and you know we had to get a bunch of like crowd people and i watched hire this, a handful when of i was actors. at work last night i was on i was on like a tablet because i work in retail and i was up front and i had like a tablet and i was watching a bunch of local videos and i, I watched uh there's a really really old Eastid video from like 2010 oh yeah that had like 93 views and i think this is before because now his videos are like super yeah, cinematic he, he like does really, some crazy like some shit of the now. dopest videos yeah yeah and this video looked like it was on the cheaper side yeah and I think I saw like Mike Shank and you guys like hanging out like in the backstage of like uh, Chipper Rock and stuff <laughs> nice. but I had never seen this video before I didn't even know it existed do you, know, do you remember what song it's from um, it was a uh, song off the 100 Smiles and Running Out. Oh, okay because I was going to say it was, it was like either a, like Red Beretta era or yeah it was yeah. on like the fill in the breaks like YouTube channel I was just, like looking at all the videos on there and I found like it, it didn't even really come up in like search engines huh um but no, I just, yeah, it was like an old, old video. So I'm trying to, like, go back and watch all these old videos from, like, artists Fuck yeah. on the scene now. Because there's kinda, a lot of them buried on YouTube. It kind of it kind of blew up within the last, like, you know, three, four years with people, like, realizing that, like, you know, you can't really sell music anymore. Let's have a video presence to kind of, like, you right. know, just grow the, the brand or whatever, if you will. But, uh, yeah, that's insane. You guys will have to talk during the break, see if you can get a... A sweet deal on a, yeah. a buzzkill video. You get a two for one special. It might not be it might not be as crazy in his narrative as something like from Merce, but uh you know. This is what this is what a free market economy is for, man. This is <laughs> capitalism, baby. It's beautiful. So let's uh let's pick a couple tracks. Yes. From your let's pick about three tracks that you wanna start with and let's uh let's chat real quick about uh the impetus or the, the the plot behind them yeah if you guys uh, if you want to play the singles like i said that i've done videos for already <laughs> got them um, up dirty start them with a bang we got a uh, political party hit them with the rap and then the video that we're working on right now is for a song called minneapolis state of mind so right. political party is kind of like uh like a little bit of up-tempo party jam yeah. that's that speaks on politics, it's about politics yeah yeah which is a nice juxtaposition to be able to cram in something that's you a little You don't generally have songs like that, so I was like... No, you do not. <laughs> I wanted to do like more like songs that would like translate live and kind of like a party vibe, but I wanted to do it about like a really like... And it's also one of the two things you're not supposed shit. to do at a party, is talk politics. Talk politics <laughs> or religion. <laughs> or religion. <laughs> but if you put a banging ass beat behind it... Talk away. I got oh, some anti-religious, anti-propaganda songs on the album, too. The so. video nice. looks dope yeah. as shit. Nice. I have to say, I haven't heard it yet, but the video looks dope as shit. Yeah. I've actually Check seen a couple, out. too, and like... Tie Dye Sky was the one that I was like really like kind of like okay yeah that was on the last solo yeah, album yeah. and then I put that video out about a um, like a little short of a year after the mixtape came out um, yeah that video's nuts that's a good um, one too because that song is not on the new album that's it's not a, on the new record but that's but on a free on my Bandcamp page Christopher yeah. Michael Jensen .com. you can get all that a lot of the older stuff is free nice so. yeah and check out the video too for Tie Dye Sky I know that got a bunch of love from a bunch of different places and it's one of my personal that's faves. been like the biggest song I've ever done so yeah it's, yeah it's cool and the beat is cool how it kind of like picks up tempo yeah it's you kind of like mm -hmm. that's a Megan, Megan Hamilton beat we she did that from like scratch in about two hours and she started speeding the beat up and that's when we kind of knew that damn she, yeah that's pretty tight it's just a really cool like conceit to the whole track like you don't you know most of hip-hop it's typical to like have like a absolutely yeah, yeah. absolutely a lot of people say that. it's like yeah, a it's rapper really cool. doing shit in three four time you're just not you don't yeah, see right, it that right. often dude this is not gonna happen or six eight or right exactly yeah. you're doing some math rock fucking yep. time signatures <laughs> and shit can you imagine yep trying to rap to that fucking ridiculousness all right so we're gonna go into a three song uh little block of uh cmj stuff off the just released cm cool j 
You can pick it up at Fifth Element in a bunch of local stores. I believe it's probably it's a Fifth Element right now. It should be at some other stores soon. Okay. And then it's also on iTunes, Bandcamp, Amazon, Spotify, a bunch of places. Nice. I would say go to Bandcamp if you're going to do it digitally because fuck Apple. They take like 30% of that <laughs> shit, dude. They take a big bite out of that Apple. So, yes, we're going to go into a little three-song block. We'll be back with Christopher Michael Jensen and the rest of these fucking degenerates. <laughs> Oh, it's sitting right in the balls. It collects in the balls. It's sitting right in the balls. It it's ready to go. As it should. All right. You're listening to the Buzzkill Show here on SignetRadio.com. Everybody stand up. What up, Ice Step? Yo. Political party, yeah, raise your fist Understand though where the change begins It starts in your own mind We create the world we see So don't go blind You need to know why People do what they do So you can go try To push through what is true The future will lose if it's not new and improved But a revolution starts with the movement of few So we have to start building it And if they spit in your face Get militant Cause sometimes you have to fight for your rights To even have rights And you shouldn't have to ask twice we need to repave the foundation We are America, this is our nation If you want change, you gotta be it That's the only way you're gonna see it, believe it Put your fist in the air And keep it there if you really do care, yeah The power to the people Take it back from those empowered by the evil Put your fist in the air And keep it there if you really do care, yeah The power to the people This is our hour to be evil it's about taking care of the free Oppression's like a terrible leech It sucks, it's dry, takes the air that we breathe It suffocates options And where does that leave? The American dream Opportunity is not charity, geez, I swear Some people don't even care if we eat Because when it comes to the politics You really wanna know what the problem is? Look at how powerful the dollar is And how Congress is run by conglomerates The system is flawed, constricted by lies Made by the rich that inflict us with lies The big and the small, we're both treated differently, it's not class warfare, it's about symmetry, seriously, if justice is blind, it shouldn't be looking down on us all the time. about expression you shouldn't just let your voice be heard in an election every moment is a challenge at a spot because voting goes beyond a ballot in a box the things you do the things you say you vote with your life every single day and i treat my whole life as a work of art so i'm particular about each divergent part what i put into it how i instigate what i see ahead of me how i bring the change and being different than the next person how i think and grow into the next version the evolution of Revolution is constant, and that's something to acknowledge. So be honest. What are you doing in the process? And what are you gonna accomplish? Put your fist in the air and keep it there if you really do care. Yeah. Power to the people, take it back from those empowered by the evil. Put your fist in the air and keep it there if you really do care. Yeah. Power to the people, this is our hour to be equal. 
but you have to grab your camera to capture what I pack into a neck when I'm attacking it. I have enough stamina to go dance over gamma rock, cause I'm radioactive when I'm rapping, laughing at amateurs. Lyrical champion who's inflicting the damage upon anybody. I'm standing up, digging the man enough. Taking all the hatred, then make it into a love song. Dedicated to the pages. I'm lost off. Haters give a latest and then take it up the end. It's simultaneous. I'm still yelling, holy rock, I'm holy like I bust a burrito, but I'm busting all the microphones. So I can't the people staying cooler than a nice ago. Call me Christopher the minister, but I be ripping up the party with a sinister delivery. Much bigger than anybody thinking they could do a similar to me. I can never do it because they're not as sick as an MC. Hit them with a little bit of this and then I hit them with a little bit of that. Uh, yeah. I hit them with a little bit of this and then I hit them with a little bit of that. Yeah. Hit them with a little bit of this then I hit them with a little bit of that. I hit them with a little bit of this and then I hit them with the rap. People go signing the rhyming that I am designing. I'm always trying to find enough funds that I'm writing it sometimes. It's harder than a diamond and harder than a dick when it's sticking inside the hymen of a vagina. But I grew up rapping in Minneapolis by a dinosaur. Fit fire push fire when getting loud like a fire. Timing is lightning when I'm a cypher's igniting a riot from the size of a miner till the time I retire. Doubling the competition like I'm in a Mack truck. Rap raps so I'm like black ass. Striking the crossover is bad luck. If you attempt that shit, you're gonna need a hat trick with a rap bit. And cut off its foot just to counteract it. In other words, you're gonna need good luck and magic. Forget about it, cause you'll never get around it when you don't possess the past. You need to quit rapping. I hit him with a little bit of this and then I hit him with a little bit of that. I hit him with a little bit of this and then I hit him with a little bit of that. Hit him with a little bit of this and I hit him with a little bit of that. I hit him with a little bit of this and then everybody knows that it's a rap. Saw the spark from my lungs I'm on point like a knife Cause I'm sharp with the tongue I use it to try to whittle out my own name In the streets From downtown to uptown To hit beats Rocking clubs and house parties All the way to West Bank And everything in between It's like a chess game Are you a king or a pawn? And who's really making moves While they're singing this song? Come on, tell me about it A lot of rappers should really go And throw in the towel Because they fly by night like an owl This dude to be paid And maybe we should jack up the price Cause I've been rapping for more than half of my life So I'm a veteran, I guess Trying to be better than the rest Got no tattoo But arts embedded in my flesh Cause I bleed this shit But don't sweat it when I vent Hip-hop's in my heart So let me get it out my chest Yes Minneapolis, state of mind The city that I live in Everybody stays on the grind All year When the spring and summertime And if you heard differently Then someone lied I got that Minneapolis, state of mind The city that I live in Everybody stays on In Minnie, listening to Biggie, it was all a dream Honestly, some probably thought I was kidding Starting out, they couldn't see me as being a rapper But I sacrificed half my life and believed it could happen Throwing until I could speak in these patterns Honing my skills, but I'm broke with some bills And needing to cash in Money's never been what I'm going against Just the people changed by it And those that control who's in debt In this industry, we battle over respect I don't want to look back with total resentment Full of regret, the older I get Feel under the gun, like I can't work Fast enough, maybe that's where the term hustling's from Maybe more people would discover my stuff If I could come up with enough money to cover publicist funds Cause getting bucked don't mean collecting cash So I'll grind till the gears fall off With my head attached to keep that Minneapolis state of mind The city that I live in, everybody stays on the grind All year, in the spring and summertime And if you heard differently, then someone lied I got that Minneapolis state of mind The city that I live in, everybody stays on the grind All year, in the spring and summertime So come along
They say every single child is an artist How many grow up with their easels? Because you can't eat paint when you're starving In fact, that can be lethal Maybe in my dreams though But save the sleep for narcoleptics Trying to make bank like TCF Architected idea of every arm and leg limb To get ahead along with large intestines Cause it takes guts, ain't no place for lame ducks Birds of the same feather never stand out So how you gonna make a nest egg when no one's invested Cause doing the same thing will never pan out Fiendin' for meaning, I see my reason for being From season to season, even as the time fades Cause even when reasons are fleeting I'm seeking to keep the peace And I frequently feel it peeking to my mind state And understand this oh, Minneapolis state of mind The city that I live in, everybody stays on the grind All year, when the spring and summertime And if you heard differently, then someone lied We're back. Yes, that's it. We're back. God damn it. And Sheet then fuck. Sheeta. Oh, that was the always talented uh, Christopher Michael Jensen with a couple tracks Woo! off the new release, CM Cool J. Thank you. You can find it on all digital media sites. Who do you go through to do your shit? Um, you I've been using... Uh, Till I get it pressed, I went through this company called uh, Disc Makers. They're okay. out in like, New Jersey. Yeah. Um, Heard of them. I know a lot of people locally tend to do copycats and stuff, but sure. What do you do for the digital distribution? Um, well, they, the have, they had like a service, like it was part of the whole package deal. Oh, for real! And if you paid a little more, they would just take care of all that. Nice. So, like they get it on like a ton of different shit. So they're basically doing what TuneCore does, but they just fucking fold it into the cost of basically pressing your CD. Yeah, and I think I don't think there's even like a. Doesn't TuneCore have like it's like a year or something? And yeah, I don't think you, then this you have even, to renew every year. My album from like four years ago is still up everywhere. Oh so. fuck them then! I'm yeah. I'm opting out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm opting out of TuneCore. I'm going with fucking disc makers. Even if I call them, yeah, I'll be yeah. like, look, I just need digital. You can get your like quotes immediately too, because I know like some of the other ones I looked at, like you have to like send it and then they email you a quote, so that you can yeah, just keep yep. customizing it over yeah. and over again until you find out what. Actually, works I think for you. I think I've had to deal with them. Do you know uh, TSMC from Nebraska? He's been oh, up here a yeah, few yeah, times. Yeah. Yep. Like. Nose breakneck and yep. a couple of those cats. When we did his record, um, I actually had the the master copies of it and had to get you know he was basically like, look, can you log into my shit and like send them from the thing or bring right. them on disc? I was like, okay, we're gonna go and do this. We'll do this shit. But uh, yeah, I think I fucking like dealt with them. They actually do a, a pretty cool thing where you can upload it from your computer or like a yeah, I think it's a, changed. A burnt disc. It like four years ago, I think I had to like mail it to them. Yeah, but exactly. Now you can just like upload now you it. Can, yeah, yeah, you can do it with like a couple different ways, it's and then they easy. yeah, and then they put they basically craft that and turn it into a DDP, and then they're like, hey, you want to download the DDP in case you want to, you know, do something with that, which is right. kind of slick. Uh, I've never yeah, really, whole, I've never seen yeah. any other like uh, CD manufacturer do that type of in depth shit where you can. It's like, oh, fuck, a couple clicks and this shit is done. Yeah. So, I mean, that's slick. No, they did a really good job, for sure. But yeah, loved the fucking tracks, by the way. Who was, uh... You got a round table of producers that's kind of doing production for you? Or? Yeah, with this um, with this album, I I tried to... 
Well, I didn't try. I guess I accomplished it. I every person or every song on the album is produced by somebody different. Nice. Um, it was kind of by design. Hell um, yeah. So it's 13 tracks on the new album, 13 different producers, um, and some of them were people that I have known for a while, worked with, and I was able to work with like some new producers as well. So everybody kind of brought a lot of different cool stuff to the table. Nice. Yeah, I. Uh, it, it's kind of cool because you end you end up getting like a little bit of a more of an eclectic. Yeah, feel Which to I this like thing to, yeah. too. Yeah, and then everything doesn't feel like it's. I mean, I understand the like, the concept of an album. Everything kind of having right. like some sort of like common thread or a feel to it. And that can be cool too. Like, I mean, if you listen to, like old like you know like old boom bap albums from like yeah. '94, like DITC shit. Like a lot of it's right. kind of similar, kind of like bass heavy, just sort of like sparse. And like that's kind of dope too to have like a whole album with like a similar sound. But like I try to. There's just a lot of different kinds of hip hop and different things that I like, so I try to Represent do a lot of all, different yeah. sounds and then find a way to like kind of make an arc through the album and tie it all together. For sure, yeah. See, one of my favorite things that everyone's like, "Oh, it's a good album, but it's so scattershot." Is uh, Far Side's Bizarre to the Far Side? Like, they go, you know, right. they fucking zigzag across the polar spectrum of like, you know, where that album goes, and even like the sounds and you know the vibe, the different vibes of the songs. Yeah, it's on that kind of like gritty lo-fi. You know, twelve bit, right. SP twelve samples type of shit. But every song has this. It feels like it's, you know, a single from a different record. But there's something really right. cool about that whole idea where everything is like this new adventure. It doesn't well, that's feel what, like, like a continuation. That's what sort of drew me to hip hop when I was like getting into it. Was like, you could do kind of anything with it and like sample or pull from any kind of like sound source. Yeah. So like it was to me like hip hop's a more like eclectic genre because of that because it's not like. You know, not like a rock band can only use guitar and bass and drums, but that tends to be like the the skeleton of sure, what, absolutely, yeah. With hip hop, it's like I guess the only thing that really is the backbone is like drums, drums, absolutely, and then everything drums else, drums and bass. The melody on top of that can really be anything, exactly. And now, fuck, and there, fuck for the longest time, it was only drums and like a low end. There was it was oh, like I mean, fuck a melody. Yeah, in, in the eighties with like Rick Rubin production, it was just like I mean, like you listen Stabs to like and shit, you listen like, to like bow, you listen bow. to like radio from like oh Cool J, and it's like. Every song is pretty much just like a drum machine. Absolutely. And yeah, it's but fantastic. It was so good. It's so fucking good though. That's what this show I mean we've kinda we've kinda branched out from the original idea what the show was, but we came on, we wanted to do old school hip hop and like good old school punk rock. Right. And that was gonna kinda be the music we did right, and right. talked about that. And obviously this shit has kind of evolved because for the Mother's Day show, we did all yacht rock. Like Christopher Cross and fucking whatever. And Yacht they, rock. I've never is heard that. that. Dude, that isn't that before. the greatest fucking term? Uh, did my brother, like, brother come up with that? Much? I don't think he came up with it. I think he just he like knew it. of the... No, it, the, it's a real term. It, it, it I think it is a real term, yeah. I've never heard that before. No, but what's great is now it's in my lexicon. I'm going to yeah. trot this motherfucker out and be like, oh yeah, it's us listen to some Yacht Rock. Mm. Let's turn on some fucking 70s AM radio. Let's get into some Carol King. Fucking... <laughs> Bust out my Ambrosia I'm record. For real. But that's what I love. That's that type of shit. Like, you talk right. about, like, old school, golden age of hip-hop type of shit. I love that stuff. It's like... I like where hip-hop I like where hip -hop has evolved to, but there's just something so fucking, like, amazing about, like, the simplicity of, like, the early stuff where it's just like, yeah, you completely have to focus on the lyrics because right. there's not a whole lot supporting <laughs> that shit. And if you fucking, you know, if you blow it on, on the lyrical side... There's no fucking music bed to really. Because there are some artists much. that sort of like bury their like vocals in the beat, and I don't like. To me, I mean, like if you're not, if the lyrics aren't like an important part of it, it's just. To, I don't know. That's not really. I don't know. Like there's like a lot. I guess it's. 
I guess in like a lot of other genres, there are genres of music where the lyrics really aren't like the most important part. But to Absolutely. me, it's like if the lyrics are important, it's like that's a lot of the big part of what hip hop like, is to me. Yeah, is like, like death metal, where they were like, ah, nah! and I'm right. like, then you read the lyric sheet and you're like, wow, this is pretty deep. I couldn't understand a fucking word when you were on stage, right. though. Yeah, this like, is Steinbeck over here. <laughs> I like that. My no, but I want to about, about the lyrics thing. But do you Mike like it? Everyone, do you Mike like? Shank. Yeah, thank you. I'm coming in. Boom. You ready? Uh, no. <laughs> do you, like, what about an album like Quasimodo? That is See, not like that. Is more about just like wh- it's just this thing. It's what, not about I feel lyrics. Like it's with like, those kind of albums, it's sort of different because it's like he's also the producer, so he's trying to make it like the whole. At that I, point, I feel it's like, like a Quasi- concept album, I, and I feel yeah, like Quasimodo, like when Madlib does those types of albums, like the lyrics are almost supposed <coughs> to be part. It's almost like. It's sort of like because like I feel like with those albums too, there's a lot of like like vocal samples of like from like TV shows and movies. Yeah. And it's almost like a collage type of album. Exactly, sort of. like a. I, I agree with you. It, it's 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 the setting or the what what are you trying to showcase? If it's a if it's a producer whose right. album happens to have guests, MCs or whatever right. it is, or MCing becomes a second part, and what you're supposed to focus on is the production. And that, yeah, I, then, and then, then I think yeah. then I think you're but you're not that's also looking approach, at that as a right. as a rap record or like a hip hop record in the sense of like the <laughs> lyrics are supposed to take fucking center stage. I don't stage. think anybody looks at like Quasimodo as like you know the heir to like Cool G Rap's throne. Sure, I feel no, sure. people right. look not, at it as but more. But some of people, what, yeah. I guarantee, look at that. I but look at that album like this is what he's saying on this is some shit. Like, yes. When I feel Paying like attention to the lyrics even yeah, if it's not the main... And I feel like what right, he says right. wouldn't work. You couldn't just put a Quasimodo verse over like any beat. It'd have to be kind of in the oh, context totally. of what he's doing. I was doing just saying that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a total hip-hop record that is widely loved yeah. and it's not about on some MC shit. Right, You're right, right, right. Because I listen to like bootleg-ass shit that sounds like shit but the MCs are crazy amazing so I don't even care about exactly. the music at that mm-hmm. point. Like I liked it. I was, the other day I was listening to like the... Um, um, it was like the, the 1991 like Nas demo tape that like turned into the like precursor what, to yeah. The, yeah. so he has like old versions of like Illmatic songs over like different beats or with slightly different lyrics or like um, and the quality is really shitty but it's like it's just dope to listen to because yeah. it's like really like the beats are still really dope the lyrics are really dope so even though it's obviously like like an eighth dub, eighth generation right. dub, of, you know what I mean? Like shit, so that cool. was ninety percent of my fucking first <laughs> hip hop tapes were dubs of dubs of dubs, and it sounded so shitty, but it didn't fucking matter, dude. I just I thought it was the most amazing art form I'd heard musically. Right. You know, because when you grow up, you kind of you end up like not necessarily even liking because I loathed a bunch of shit my dad used to listen to. My dad used to listen to some fucking you know for the seventies, having so much like cool like obscure prog rock and different shit the end right, of the right. Beatles and all this other stuff like he listened to like Head East and fucking Boston and just some real shit heel foreigner what are you talking bad about bad company what's wrong with bad company yeah. every fucking thing is dude, did he listen, bad to, did he listen to Molly Hatchet dude it was basically KQRS in the 80s is what he listened to in the 70s <laughs> I like you know what I'm saying like making love I'm sorry fine. that's a you jamming can go, ass song that's fine it. Uh, I'm not it's gonna get up on a song. Here. I'm just saying, like, when you grow up, you kind of the first shit you hear is whatever your parents are playing. Totally. You know? So right. you you end you either end up like gravitating towards some or reviling or from it, it. Yeah. exactly. And there was some shit I could get into of his, and some shit I couldn't. And same, my mom just like listened to pop music, so that was the first place I heard like Prince and shit like that. But I remember the first time hearing like Run DMC fucking raising hell and I was just like what the fuck is this shit yeah it's not for my parents no and dude it was just like so crazy and then 
after that, I heard Beastie Boys and then a bunch of mainstream shit. Then fucking uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince started blowing up, and I was like, oh, you can hear this shit on the radio too? Even though, but I was fucking, you know. How old are you? You're 36? I'll be 39. Oh, wow. Okay. This August. You're so fucking old. Did I say 39? You're 42. Whatever. Because I'm I'm only 27. What? Right. Yeah, yeah. So this is. Because when I came up, like, when I was, like, growing up, I was, like, when I was, like, a little kid, like, um, like, driving around, like, in the car, we'd listen to, like, alternative, like, like, radio. You remember, like, you remember, like, The Edge? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, uh, all those stations. Before it became a... Rev 105. Yeah, Yeah, Rev 105 was the shit. Like, all those stations, and, like, that's, so I was, like, I didn't, like, have the albums, but, like, I was, like, really in, just into, from, like, that music, like, Beck and Smashing Pumpkins and Nirvana. You do have um, an eclectic music style, too. We've, I've posted something about fucking postal service like a couple oh, yeah, months ago yeah, or something yeah. like that and I was like holy shit crazy fucking story about right, them right, right. Jenny Lewis from fucking yep. uh, can't remember the goddamn name I think they the, she was in the, she was, oh yeah she was in Rilo Kylie Rilo Kylie that's the she thing was also she was also in that movie The Wizard yes and she and she was in Beverly Hills Troop with fucking Shelly Long and the other dude uh-huh. it's also weird about Rilo, walking IMDB here Rilo Kylie had like two I don't know any of those things you just said <laughs> <laughs> Rilo Kylie had like two child actors because the like the the guitarist was in Salute Your Shorts. Oh hell no! Nickelodeon. Oh shit! Yeah, that's some fucking. So craziness. when I found that out, I was like, that was really crazy to me. But um, yeah. who but was no, it? The dude's name? No, the character in Salute Your Shorts. Oh, um, I remember that shit. R- Ronnie, I don't. Ronnie Pinsky. He was in yeah. the second season. Yeah, yeah. He's the guitarist in uh, Rilo Kylie. That's Kiley. clown shit. I can fucking Hollywood bands, man. You, but, you, um, I'm surprised like they didn't start a super group with Gary Coleman before he died. <laughs> like, come on, let's get Todd Bridges and let's get the whole cast. Where's Dana? Where's the, 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 the drum oh, and five? <laughs> the drum and I five. Think little <laughs> Pete <laughs> from Pete and Pete was like a leader of like a like an indie rock band too, or he, he might still be. That's so crazy. Can, can I just? You Who's were, the other dude? Is it Ben? Uh, uh, ben Stiller's wife was in. No, uh, no, no. Who's hey, the, dude. The, the dude who started? Uh, postal service. He's from oh Ben Gibber. Death Cab for Cutie. Death Cab for Cutie. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can I just real quick? You were just about to say in your little riff. <laughs> Where's Dana Plato at? Where is Dana Plato? She's she dead. dead. Dude. Yeah, she died right after Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> and then she died Shane, way and then Shane, before. And then was Shane it, tweeted wait, about wait, it three years was later. Was she the one who like ate just carrots and turned orange? <laughs> No, she, she robbed, got didn't a, she rob a dry cleaner? Yeah, she did a too? bunch of fucked up shit. She was <sighs> one of those from the eighties TV shows. Was like anorexic and she would only Tracy eat Gold. And yeah. she had some no, but it wasn't her. It was someone no, else. No, it was the, it was the this sister from Different Strokes. Dana Plato? Yeah, Dana thank Plato. you. No, she yeah. ate nothing no, but not. carrots, really? and there was like so much beta carotene uh, in her system. She, she turned, turned orange. orange. Wasn't she already a firecracker? That's really crazy. Yeah, so. she was already a burning bush. That happens if you just eat carrots. You yeah, it actually yeah. does. That's weird. I mean, I'm you're just try pumping that. yourself. I'm gonna with feed my kids nothing but vitamin. carrots. Tell everyone she's an oompa loompa. So they, tell, tell <laughs> they tell everybody you take her to a tanning booth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have the tan baby. Anyway, back oh, to d- hip hop. My but dumpster yeah, no, baby. But like, so I came up on like a lot of alternative. And then like when I was like in like fourth grade, um, I saw a video on MTV for Daft Punk's Around the World. Oh shit, yeah. And so then my brother got me that, and then I was oh like, because that you music were in was like grade when that came. Out. I was like ninety seven. So and that yeah. when I saw like when I got into that like that music was just like so different than like anything like I didn't have any like friends that listened to like electronic music and like, sure I was so, his age when that came out no I was, just, <laughs> I was actually just gonna say I was snorting cocaine when I first heard that 
But yeah, so like I got that album. I was snorting cocaine this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got into like I started buying like a bunch of like electronic albums when I was like in like fifth and sixth grade and stuff. And like I got like Chemical Brothers and like Crystal yeah. Method and um, like Fatboy Slim and Prodigy. Um, you came out right around the same time we did in the terms of the electronic shit that was coming out. Cause that shit, yeah, like. That's what's crazy to me now that Daft Punk is like one of the biggest groups in the world is that when right? I got into them, they were just like this weird... When Homework came out, it was like they were fucking dance. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Some that, of the songs in there are even kind of like unlistenable unless you're in a fucking club. <laughs> like, yeah, there's a there's a handful of them. I mean, some of them are just real dope. Homework, is a, homework is a really weird abrasive album. It's like, so good, like Discovery, though. like their second album was way more like accessible as far as like agreed but it's also like way more pussy too they like got rid of all the, they got rid of all like the 303 lines and all the like the crazy shit that they did that was like goddamn there's floors. like there's like nothing abrasive on discovery really no. i like discovery better probably actually yeah but you know what's an album i hated of theirs that like i ended up loving later was human after all that yeah there's a lot of technologic and robot rock and fucking stuff that about us that, that's like a very that album's like really hated on by a lot of people I think it's fucking brilliant it's now. It's got cool shit on it. Yeah. That There's a bunch 42? of dope shit. What's that? Wasn't that level 42? Level You're 42. only human after all. Oh, yeah. I think they might have stole it from that. Because they made that album in like six I totally weeks. I just made that up. And it was like a lot of it was like really improvisational. That's kind of... You know what my human after all was? Yeah. Fuck out of here. The whole album they made like... No in, way. It was like a... They like... They did it like I, Ween? I think that... Huff uh, Gas and sat in one apartment. Mm. I think part of the reason why that album kind of got the response it did is because, yeah, they did like in six weeks, and then I guess they didn't do like a lot of press or interviews for it, and they just wanted to like have the music speak for itself, and so then a lot of people... I don't know, I just... Because like if you compare that to like the marketing strategy for like their newest album, which is like just everywhere. Yeah. Um, but... That, was a, that also was a very accessible album, and it was one that I did not like when I first listened through. The new one? Yeah. There was a handful of tracks where I'm like, okay, they're all right, but I, I thought it was like 50% kind of bullshit, and then I listened to it more and more, and it might be one of my favorite fucking records of theirs now. It's real. It's a cool album. Like, it's an interesting approach how they just kind of with with like the session musicians, and mm-hmm. I do feel like I would like to hear more, like kind of like. I don't know. Maybe I just have to listen to it more. But I, I, I like the album. But I feel like it would be cool if they did more of like the electronic dancey shit. Like yeah. maybe, maybe combined that. it with yeah. it a little bit more. Be a lot cooler if they did. Um, be a lot cooler if you did. No, but I, I agree with you because after the Tron soundtrack, which I was like, yeah, they're gonna be all fucking. They're gonna do their version of like dubstep to fucking do like new Tron, and it was very cinematic. It was very kind of like symphonic and right. And like, oh fuck, okay. So there's a handful of songs where they bring in some real hard sense, but it was, I think that it was, was in support of a movie. So I was like, right. when the new record came out, I was expecting like return to fucking form, EDM shit, like new and improved. We you know we took this hiatus to do this fucking score, right? And now we're coming back and we're gonna fucking like murder it. Well, I think that was, and the I was like initially it's, it's it's disco. From what I yeah, from what I was reading, like they were kind of going that route. Is like they were gonna do. I guess like the first songs they made for it were all like synthesizer based and they didn't really feel like it was really like new or huh. different. So then they completely scrapped everything and just like decided just to go like back to like the root of dance music with that's like disco. Fucking, and that's kind of a killer idea though. Yeah, no, I mean because that, it turned out to be great. totally left field. Like Absolutely. no one expected that. Right. Like, especially like now dance music is so like dubstep and all yeah. that shit. And so now for Daft Punk, who, in my opinion, are like one of the greatest like dance acts oh, ever. Oh fuck yeah! And like a, like one of the greatest like, electronic acts ever. For them to like flip it so differently, I feel like is like a big like fuck you to all the bullshit. 
electronic then, music. there's a lot of bullshit electronic music out oh, there. Oh, absolutely. But then to win Grammys for that shit. Oh, yeah. That, that, that is, was... That's fucking dope. That was... That to yeah. me was like, okay, validation, finally. They probably should have won for some other shit, but I thought it was fucking great. Because you wouldn't think when homework came out that, like, Daft Punk, like... <laughs> would ever win a Grammy? Like, in 2000, like that, like, <laughs> 16, 17 years later, would be, like, the biggest group in the world. No and shit. have, like, awards. And no shit. So weird. Um, Although I thought uh, Around the World, when I first heard it, was award-winning in my book. Oh, it was, it was super fucking dope. bananas. But so after, yeah, so electronic music, and then by the time I was, like, in seventh grade, I was, like, 13, my brother started, like, bringing home a lot of, like, rap shit. And like, because this is like when Napster came out, and like we had like all these albums and MP3s, and um, so I just like immediately like had access to like get any song I wanted, and he had all these like albums on our computer, so I could just like sit around all day on our family computer and like listen to all these like rap songs that I had never heard. Right. And then like, I don't know. Oh, I just got really God. into it and just kind of started rapping when I was like 13, and then just kind of like kept at it and then holy shit so yeah i've been rapping now for like 14 years so it's just nice i, I just kind of i kind of like try to just like go out and like get like really study hip-hop and like hip-hop culture and like find out all the classic albums and artists and just like kind of like take all that in i can appreciate that at least you're going back and 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 read seeing the history of where this art form has come from where it's gone to have you i can appreciate been, that uh, however i've been i've been rapping since bush one uh-huh. <laughs> was have, in office. I'm not trying always, to date myself, but I'm going to tell y'all. KG's trying to get a word in. He can't. <laughs> fuck him. He showed up late. He can't talk for the next He's not even minutes. doing any sound effects. He's not doing shit. Where's Crystal? Speak. He's, He's sitting on the floor with his legs crossed. Have you always crossed. been more of a, like a, like a, just a writer? Or have you all, like, done, like, battle rapping? See, like, what's funny is, like, I, a lot of people that, like, started in hip-hop, they, like, freestyled like with friends and then eventually but like I didn't even freestyle till like three years ago like yeah. at all so like to me don't. like I used to like write lyrics and like I would like um cause I like studied a lot of like polysyllabic rappers like when I was younger like I remember like when I first like discovered like polysyllabic rhyme schemes the compound rhymes like who? yeah if we're like, like really nerdy about it. like I was like cause I was like I got into hip hop when I was like thirteen. It was two thousand, so Eminem was like huge, and I was like reading Eminem lyrics on like oh, it's insane on like a lyric doing. website. And there was like an old Eminem song. I think it was the song. Um, he says he stole all his shit from Big Daddy Kane, though. So, yeah. I mean, Eminem he came up on like Big Daddy Kane, Cool G Rap, Rakim, uh-huh. like Tretch, and those are all like kind of like yeah, the Godfathers. He's, of, like, he's a little older than Caesar and a little younger than me. That's right. <laughs> he's sitting right in the pocket. But I, it was um, I can't remember the exact name of the song, but it was that. It was an old Eminem song. Actually, it's that song that is referenced in Stan. It's like an old underground Eminem song. And I can't for the fuck Underground shit you did with Sham. Yes. It was yeah. a song with Scam. I can't remember what yeah, the name Scam. of the song. But I was reading the lyrics of that song. And I like noticed how like some of the rhymes, like how it rhymed before and at the end. And then I noticed on the next line it was like that. And so then I realized that there was like a pattern. And so then I just started looking for patterns in like a lot of rap. And then I, so then that's. You were like, like the guy in Beautiful Mind. You were like, I see, <laughs> I see patterns everywhere. I must document. Because once I started doing that, blum. like all those types of rappers, I started like getting super into. So I like, you know, so then like once. I mean, that was like my shit was just. I was like super, super into just like technical rap and rhyming and just those kinds of MCs. And, Who were um, some of the cats? Uh, like, I got really into like Big Pun and like, um, like. You know, like Biggie, especially like his first album, um, like Big L, Feral Monch, 
Big um, album shit. Yep. Feromonch like is on some beast mode shit too. Like some, I, a lot Still of like, is. Oh yeah. Like uh, Jedi Mind Tricks I got really into when I was like 17. Because nice. um, like Violent by Design and like... Because uh, Vinny Paz was doing like a style that I was like starting to kind of play with where he would like rhyme something and then put a bunch of rhymes in the middle and then rhyme the first part at the end. Yeah. So that was like, that was like something that I did and do a lot still. Um, and like Esoteric and just like a lot of like the demigods and um, those MCs. Um, and then like I kind of started getting into like punchline type rap too. Because to me like punchline MCs even if they're not technical, like I feel like to be a really good punchline MC is just as impressive as like being it's, a it's, super technical rapper. It's fucking tough. And I think like so, the like rappers that can say more with less sometimes is a little bit more effective. It's not necessarily like as technically impressive. But but uh, but here's the news: you can say so much like where that metaphor, that whatever, like it makes me fucking like I have to stop the tape and be like Rube Goldberg that shit out. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like like follow the fucking like oh shit that is fucking and it's just so quick as opposed to trying to like you know yeah. really just like throw verbiage that rhymes together something that, that resembles a thought because to me like that's actually like that's what bugs me out about new, Eminem the now new, the new Eminem album yes. like especially like the more I listen to that album it's so dense with so many different rhyme things and also just like really subtle punchlines and then there's some not so subtle punchlines obviously mm-hmm. too but like you'll listen to it and then you'll realize like how where he's placing the words as far as rhymes go and then you realize like the way you phrase something and sometimes the punchline it takes like eight bars to even like set it up absolutely like there's a lot of that in like the Bad Meets Evil EP yep. also he did that shit on the first record too there's a few like album cuts where you're just like oh yeah yeah and like, like that, the, yeah. <laughs> my metaphor is so complicated it takes six minutes to get, get applause, applause. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, he's fucking not lying. Because that, <laughs> that song, yeah. he basically demonstrates. Because he kind of got away from like the punchline style for a while. Like he did that a lot. Like obviously, as like a battle rapper on like Infinite, like the album. Yes, that, the, like, the, the precursor the, to yeah. Slim Shady. And so, and then I feel like I, I feel like the punchline style kind of like Young Money almost brought that style back. Like with Lil Wayne and a lot of them started doing the punchline rap. Yeah, and that was kind of cool. To he, me no, it's like, semicolon rap. Well, that was a hashtag rap. <laughs> yeah, the hashtag rap. <laughs> but like. But like, because for a while, like that's when like, in a weird way, I feel like a lot of those rap because a lot of people harp on like Young Money and Lil Wayne, but like a lot they brought back. I feel like a lot of like lyricism in terms of like having to be clever about shit. Absolutely, because Lil Wayne, I think Lil Wayne when Lil Wayne's on can be like as dope as anybody. Yeah, like he has a lot of like Carter Three went to his head though, and he fucking like he stopped being as clever as clever but there's there's still you're still a few but he uses the he uses the punchline you know li- what I say, li- right? life is a life life is a bitch and he uses that metaphor <laughs> like that precursor of a metaphor like the life is a bitch dot 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 and then seriously finishes i, I must have heard him say it like in recorded released songs like 3 dozen times where he uses like life is a bitch and then she blah 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 Oh to yeah. To complete the metaphor. Well, I think Lil Wayne, hey, he does like so many songs that like it's bound that he'll like repeat. Probably, I don't think he even does it consciously necessarily. <laughs> he just like he smokes too much weed. Have you ever and he seen that? Have you ever seen that Lil Wayne documentary, The Carter, where he yes. like like where they, like? Have you seen that? No. Oh my! It's just on YouTube. Just oh yeah. Type in Lil Wayne documentary. It's, it's really Carter. interesting. It's crazy. Because he like. <laughs> let me just let me. Okay, the first fucking scene. I just <laughs> let me just real quick because this shit. He has a fucking suitcase, and in it is, like, seriously, a stack of cash, 
just like and it looks like in the movies it's all ruffled and shitty <laughs> and it's just like yeah that's just like <laughs> and throws that in there and then he's got a bottle just like this this size of vitamin water and he's going like this and it's all like is that oh, vitamin water he had like, like, a two, he had like a two liter he's like vitamin water ain't that thick dog <laughs> yeah. so this is the beginning yeah, yeah, yeah. right and he's got that and then he's got a duffel bag and he's got a microphone and everything yeah. everywhere he goes he just sets up and he's just like ah, ah, yeah and does that shit <laughs> and fucking yeah. wraps his shit and then he's just like I record everywhere and he just has a suitcase because it was recorded like around, it was recorded like before and after the Carter 3 came out so it was like the peak of Lil Wayne's yeah, like yeah, popularity yeah. and like when he was just on like a thousand songs like literally like a thousand songs and mixtapes he was and a like mixtape king he was actually by the time the Carter 3 came out I was like that dude definitely gets my vote for most improved rapper because when it was hot boy shit that dude was garbage Oh, like yeah, I mean, straight you, garbage. You, you listen yeah. a little. That's what was so weird to me is because, like, when I was like getting into rap, like my brother, we would drive around. And, you know, he'd bump like DMX and like a lot of like Cash Money shit. Yeah. And to, to, to think that like Lil Wayne would have eventually become like this like super lyrical like the biggest rapper in the world. Yeah. Like that was like really interesting. No, like you would never seen though. That. Yeah, and back in like, the, the day, you would never that, said the that. The dude shit. that did the block is hot would be like the <laughs> right. biggest like. But like, but he would do like three songs a night. And, like, he just had, like, weird punchlines and, like... That's what I mean. Like, he does so much shit that a lot of it was just sort of, like, going through the motions. But then some of it would be, like, super on point. Like, really left field, weird shit. Like, sure. Because the Carter 3, that's another album where there's, like, punchlines that, like, you don't even get at first. Like, you have to think about them. Like, on, like, the song, like, Shoot Me Down. And there's all these things, like, you don't really get it. Like, it's not as... You just... You listen to, like, a line and you, it doesn't, like... You it's don't a little, even think it's a about deeper it deeper than the surface, yeah. It's just, like... And that's the thing, is I feel like a lot of people criticize Lil Wayne. It's, like, he's actually doing stuff that's, like, actually headier than a lot of MCs. But then... Saying more with less. Know, yeah. It's sometimes less is more. people hear, like, lollipop and they think that's all Lil Wayne is capable of. And right. it's, like... That's still a hot-ass <laughs> song. I'm, I'm not gonna fucking... <laughs> I'm not gonna front, dude. You can that shit leave is, now. That shit is... Dude, I'm just, trust me. Really? Dude. You Don't know, just say, dude. Dude, you know dude. most of fucking like That's Carter Three is like dope. That fucking beat is killer. Out of like well, a milli. Okay. Like, no, no. no. I, and a milli is some fucking because he dropped dope. a milli after Lollipop, and like that was like the super that was lyrical. the shit. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. like, I'm not gonna front. Lollipop's a fucking. It's a dope ass song. If that yeah. comes on in the club, dude, I'm like, okay, okay, I got you. Um, so yeah, dirty fuckers. But yeah, <laughs> MCs and rhyming and punchlines. Exactly. Well, let's uh, <laughs> let's let's take a break. Do a little music break, some more uh, CM Cool J, and then we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about Rap for Life. We'll do some Craigslist game. Definitely. We have a special guest that is apparently phoning guest. It's going to be on the show later. Yeah, I, I, don't don't know. Know. I don't know if he's coming now. <laughs> he might not show up. I don't Taking know. Taking a nap. I don't know. Maybe he's maybe his buzz wore out. Who knows? Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully he set his alarm. Right, exactly. Well, what, let's set, let's set up uh, another set of three, three songs. songs. Yeah. All right. Um, well, since we're about to talk about rap for life, I got some uh, songs with some people that are going to be uh, playing. Um, nice. There's a song on the album. It's called "Beautiful View." It features uh, Lydia Liza of Bama to Lose. Yeah. Um, and then there is uh, another song on the album. Um, he's not playing this rap for life, but he's been involved with a couple in the past, and that's uh, a song with Dem Atlas. It's called Psychosis. Nice. And then um, friend of the show, Dem Atlas. That song I was talking about earlier. Uh, it's called uh, Talk to the Hand. It features uh, my friend North Star Wisdom, um, and that kind of talks about uh, 
uh, religious propaganda nice. and that sort of thing. So that's what I've been yeah, waiting for all night. That's what I'm talking Sounds about. Sounds like a good three song set. Hell yeah, it does. All right, we're going to go on a three song set of Christopher Michael Jensen's CM Cool J. You're listening to The Buzzkill Show here on SignetRadio.com. My father's hip and my mom's kidneys are really not the best Feeling old watching them go through all of this Hard enough to juggle my own life and stay on top of it Unrequited love is what I'm always falling in I just wanna get out and do the opposite Sure could use a boost of self-confidence Cause broken hearts could use a cardiologist Thirteen was my first real kiss on the lips The girl told her friends I kiss like a fish And ever since I've been swimming in the sea Going off the deep end, wishing for a creek Because I mean friendship's great But I hate the loneliness, the sunsets, unrest No one to hold in bed, onerous So down, lower than road cement Hearts growing colder than the Minnesota snow And then problems start piling Engines are idling, fly 
of momentum Then when you try again the violin plays another sad song So I made up my own words, now sing along Mother told me not to make the same mistakes As everyone around me There's only so much you can take and waste away
I was seated cause it left me so conceited in my youth When the truth was the message that I needed I accepted All the teachings and the views of Christians Raised in the faith saying it's the true religion But after senior year began to see things clear So I'm no longer soothed by superstitions I talk with God just asking yourself questions What if we reflected on our own reflections But the worst lies are the ones the liars believe Ignoring what feels right to try to proceed So-called higher decrees How many ignorant shepherds inspire the sheep Every time that they speak They literally got you closing your eyes on your knees And a follower ain't something that I'm trying to be So talk to the hand cause the face ain't listening Talk to it, the face ain't listening Talk to the hand cause the face ain't listening Get out of my face Talk to the hand cause the face ain't listening Talk to it, the face ain't listening Talk to the hand cause the face ain't listening Soldiers die in the sand to the rhythm of a rifle blast Scapegoat martyrs from the crosses to the Taliban Suicide dramas to the crucified promised land Apocalypse upon us, searching pockets for the contraband Seeking sovereignty, apostles and apologies Hallelujah, holy Mary, jihad for commodities Blowing heads off in the name of an economy Snipers on the balcony, rockets on the mountain peak Part the seas full of mercury and cyanide Take a bite of this American pie and choke on your pride They told me take a choke of the Holy Ghost But when I inhaled the smoke, I wasn't the one getting high I put my money in the basket out of obligation I'm not funding churches, I am funding their persuasion It's something sacred, I've read the verses I've seen the contradiction and I've felt the lack of purpose Talk to the hand cause the face ain't listening Talk to it, the face ain't listening Talk to the hand cause the face ain't listening Get out of my face Talk to the hand cause the face ain't listening Talk to it, the face ain't listening Talk to the hand cause the face ain't listening Get out of my face Words rearranged and changed over thousands of years Like a game of telephone played by thousands of peers Look at the original pages Light shine from the minds of scribes Inspired in the dark ages Human created, thriving off of fear and control Manipulating everything you hear and you don't Intimidation that has the appearance of hope Don't follow Satan if you want a spiritual home Justification for discrimination Wars waged and they even push it through our legislation Believers who are preaching what the scripture says But next to lines of good advice is bigotry and ignorance Shoving it down our throats like blah blah etc But I know somewhere else I think it's shoving like an enema Time to put a stop to all your propaganda So please only talk to what I've got to hand ya Talk to the hand cause the face ain't listening Talk to it the face ain't listening Talk to the hand cause the face ain't listening Get out of my face
time and saying. we're back oh. shut the hell up <laughs> fucking ass goddamn asshole come on here ruin the motherfucking show well that's what i do God you're damn. ruining my fucking art you understand that mike <laughs> no god damn what's in the fucking box what's in the box ah fuck so yeah oh god damn Good fucking album, brother. Thank you. Yeah, that absolutely. Great. Mm-hmm. That's fucking sexy. Let's, uh... I miss Ms. Sealer. I know. But let's chat a little bit about the the, the uh, project you guys have kind of been nurturing to this fevered pitch. Yes. It's coming up next week. We, uh... Well, I guess to do a little, like, recap of, like, the history sort of of it. Um, so I met Ashley Sealer back in, like, uh, 2012... At like a, it was after a, there was a show at the Bryant Lake Bowl um, that was like an all freestyle show that like Christoph Crane was involved with, and I was like a part of it, and she came, um, and then I met her, and then she kind of started coming to some of our shows, and she had the idea uh, once we started hanging out more, she wanted to do a show that was like a suicide prevention show, yeah, because um, she used to work with like a, um, it was like a, a company where like, it was like a organization where you know, like people would like a like a suicide kind of like helpline. Sure, and yeah. She was yeah. one of those people that would like kind of like you know talk, talk pe- people talk down. people down from exactly you know, um, from killing themselves basically. Um, and she got into that because she had a friend um, named Brian who um, committed suicide. Like I think a, a couple year a few years ago now. Um, and so it was obviously something that. You know that was a heavy topic um, yeah, for her that she but wanted important to, to her. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Um, so she wanted to do something in as far as a, like a, a show to benefit like a suicide prevention organization. Um, so we kind of started planning that uh, the earlier part of 2012, middle of 2012, um, and we kind of we we found an organization back then called the Suicide Prevention Collaborative that was sort of like a grassroots. Um, uh, group that definitely could really use the money. Sure. Um, so when we did that benefit, there was like a lot of like excitement and um, hype, and we um, got like some acts that um, like Christoph Crane, Isid, and people like that. Yeah. Um, and we basically stacked the bill up. It was like the first show that we did that kind of had like a longer time format where we got to start really early and go late. Um, so we just had a lot of that was like a really just crazy awesome experience really positive and so from that we kind of decided that we wanted to keep doing those type of events and we also started doing a lot of other charity shows too yeah um, and so since then it's we've both just been kind of trying to do a lot of like um benefit work um even shows that aren't wrapped for life like i've helped with like uh like me and capacity uh did like an autism, autism. benefit yeah, yeah. um we've done like uh benefits for like um fighting sex trafficking um teen homelessness um, Your goddamn hip hop mother Teresa. <laughs> actually, this, this month because this Monday I'm actually playing a show too. Uh, it's a Pride show um, in Minneapolis. Um, so nice. just, we're just trying to like get into a lot of different causes um, that well, we feel like need more attention. Um, and because I feel like we do so many different shows and there's like so many artists that we know that it seems like because we're doing so many shows that we could you know use people's talents and art and organizing skills to try to like you know shine a light on more 
issues and kind of yeah. help out some different causes. So that's been a big goal of ours with Rap for Life specifically. Um, since like it, the name came from, you know, Rap for Life, like suicide prevention. Um, and then we kept that and we kind of wanted to spin it off into like just life or death oriented causes. Sure. So like the second one we did summer of last year, um, it was for chemical dependency awareness. Yeah. That's we, what I like about it. Every every new... Actually, we might in, benefit from that one. Absolutely. <laughs> we should get some money from that. So like that one, we tried to kind of like... Um, <laughs> we, we, you know, we got Guante involved, who obviously does yeah. a lot of that similar kind of stuff. Um, we flew two mechs in. Um, he headlined last year's uh, Rap for Life 2. And then uh, we, we kind of stacked that bill again. And then for the third one, um, we... we uh, work with Kill the Vultures and yeah. um, CY and Bomber to Lose and Dem Atlas and um, some other people and actually yeah you wrapped at that one with Mike Shank what's with that, uh, what's Meteor name? Mouth Primate yeah, Capacity Meteor Mouth right. it. that um, was fun they came out in robes big blue yeah. like, <laughs> like that monk, was the triple rock monk one robes. Yeah. That, that one was for domestic abuse awareness so um, suicide prevention, chemical dependency awareness, domestic abuse awareness. These are all kind of like issues that like have affected a lot of people that we know. Yeah. Um, and so for the fourth one, we were kind of kicking around ideas for what we wanted to do. Um, and so we thought that mental health would be a good one. Um, and so the organization that and appropriate. I mean, mental health is crazy. Well, did, no. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this? Keith, where is his fucking rim shot and symbol thing for that amazing, <laughs> that le- amazing just, levity in a I serious like, situation? I'm just trying to make Greg smile. That's all. Absolutely. That's, that's why. I'm and when on you Earth. do that, that's ex- that's that's when you know you've accomplished it. Yeah. But no, I think it's appropriate nowadays too, with like you know, the mental health of a ton of people that have been involved in like a lot of the mass shootings that have happened in the yeah. last. It, it 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 seems very like of the time too, which is well, just in general, like I've noticed, just a lot of people um, in the music scene, especially like I feel like a lot of people that gravitate towards the scene and kind of spending all their time around artists and going to shows and making music and uh, they could, like, like they could totally use the money from well, this to like seek help. <laughs> well, no, just like a, a lot of people that like I've just noticed like that I've met and stuff as I kind of get the sense that for a lot of people like being around kind of in this world is it's almost like an escape and sort of like therapy sure. just in terms of like you know gravitating towards artists and like you know like somebody like Idea Christoph Crane I mean because these are that was sort of the idea too was when we first did it um, like Ashley has a tattoo on her back of like um, the lyrics from the song The Dive Part 2 by Idea um, and that song actually it, it, it talks about because um, there's a dive part one on Idea and Ability's first album, um, which is about somebody that's kind of like on the brink of suicide, and then the dive part two is sort of like when they come out of it. And nice. what's kind of crazy is that her friend that um, committed suicide, he jumped off the bridge that is talked about in, in the, the dive part one. Yeah. And so there's like, it was just sort of like a, almost like sort of surreal. Um, and so she. Um, when she started kind of hanging out with me and some of my friends, like we, you know, she um, started spending more time with Christoph Crane, who's another artist that she, you know, admires a lot. Um, and she has like a Christoph Crane tattoo on her as well. Um, so he was one of the artists that we wanted to definitely get involved with the first one. And we've gotten a lot of artists from Fix um, just involved yeah. with the shows. Um, and so, yeah, it's just been, a, we've made a lot of really awesome connections over the years and just more and more people we've met and that have wanted to get involved and it's just in general the rap for life series has been just 
really positive for pretty much everybody involved. So it's just been something that we want to kind of keep, keep you know, going. building up. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of with. work though too. Yeah, definitely. I would imagine because, like you said, we would, I don't know if we were talking about this in the break or in one of the last segments, but you know, the second you guys get done with one, you're basically plotting and well, pre-productioning because right. we tried the to, next thing. We did the second one, I think, about six or seven months after the first one, um, and so it, right now it's like a uh, it's like a bi-yearly, like two a year. Sure. Um, we're not sure if the fifth one, when that will be, we might maybe give ourselves more time or absolutely there's just a lot of things going on i mean just a lot of life things and music things and just other you know other benefits that are kind of separate from rap for life and other just you know we've been talking about maybe trying to do like tours or right getting around the country and um so there's just a lot of things to balance um obviously with like putting out my new album has been a lot of focus sure on that and just um, you don't want to spread yourself too thin yeah yeah but we're, we're trying to stay busy and out there because Ashley also, she's the head of the fixed street team now. Oh, nice. Which is cool. So that's what's cool, too, is just kind of her journey from kind of getting involved in the scene. And now she's, you know, heading up the fixed street team. She went on like, the slick. Welcome to Minnesota oh, tour yeah. this year. Um, she's, we just went out to Chicago because um, she was selling merch at the Sage Francis show that No Bird Sing played at. That's right. Um, so she's been doing a lot of great stuff, too. She's been doing um, spoken word. Um, the first time she did spoken word live was at the first Rap for Life event. Um, and she actually... She's been doing that at a lot of events since then, and I know she's. That's been when I was hoping we'd get a little bit of spoken, spoken like word, live yeah. spoken word from Ashley. Well, she is on my new album. She did do some spoken word on the album, so nice. during the next break, we can definitely play the, absolutely. that song. Yeah, which the next break is going to come sooner than later because there's absolutely no way I'm leading into the Craigslist game or <laughs> anything else after that conversation. That's right. Come on, you and that's only nah, You know what? That's only out of respect for what was just talked about, and I'm not. That's you know, true. I'm as and dirty as fuck, and I would sabotage anything. <laughs> in a heartbeat but you but, right you know that's not no, and, I, and I, I've said this too and I you know it's like half the stuff he talks about is things that I make fun of on this radio show all the time true so. yeah yeah exactly. but <laughs> now that we have somebody here that's invested in it I'm not going to do it <laughs> I do say though and, I, and you know I've talked to you and, and Ashley you know similar times too and I just I, I love what you guys are doing with that I think it's because it does take a lot out of like you know your guys' personal shit to put that shit together everybody realizes that that's not like something you just throw together in a week or two uh like a normal show where it's like well it's just you know you're right. you guys are you guys are actively like talking about like sponsors and people you know and then working with these charities too right. hand in hand to figure out like okay what are we going to do what can we do what can we promise you what are you guys going right. to do for us so i i guarantee it's like you know one of these ridiculous things and I just appreciate what the hell you guys are doing I think it's Thank fucking you. fantastic Thank you Granted you know the, uh, the the content of why you would be doing this isn't necessarily the you know the most uh, hilarious shit <laughs> However I think it's just fucking fantastic. It makes me smile when I also, when I see you guys you. doing this. No, shit. it is good also, stuff. I mean, it's like with, with the stuff like like I told you. You know, we every year we do the AIDS walk the benefit. AIDS, we do yeah. it all the time, and we you know as a joke on the have. show we played you know people that are dead of AIDS. But it, it, you know, it's also we're there doing that. Just you know, so we have a sense of humor about certain things, but it's also a very serious subject. That I don't. It's very tug- I, I don't I, think anyone questions that either. Right? And, and you know what I mean? Well, like, I think, I think like, maybe you do. Well, yeah, but that's different. No, I, I also wanted to say, because I've been to all three of the 
of the show. Which, by the way, yeah, we yeah, should yeah. say Rapalized. is next Thursday. Next Thursday at the, the Poorhouse. Yeah, poor yep, Thursday, June 26th, the Poorhouse in downtown Minneapolis. Um, Come down, support a good cause. And if you don't know what the Poorhouse is, it's the old spin. It's the old... Um, yes. It's the old uh, Pacific Club back. If anybody remembers that, it <laughs> closed down in '93. It's the old Rogue. It was the old Rogue back from '94 to '95. It's thankfully not Spin anymore. Right? Yes, thankfully, <laughs> right? Spin. No was, shit, dude. I, they actually should have named that uh, Douchebag Spin. Is what it should have been called. <laughs> Mike, what were you saying? Douche I, I just yes. want to. Right, I have been to all three of them. Was was able to perform at uh, the last four. one. Four. Yeah. yeah, and I think. Well, I. I wanted to say, th- was three with two max? Two was two, two was max. a two max. Was three, three was the one you three played. Three was at. a triple rock. Oh, three. So I've been to three of them. Not f- why did I say the fourth? Anyway, one next week. Yes, yeah. I've been to all three of them, and they've all they're all fucking great shows. I don't yeah. know if you've been to any of them. I have not. Yeah, had the they're, pleasure they're to go. all fantastic shows. Everyone's out there doing Thank art you. and raffling off stuff, and you know everyone's having a great time. And it's also about this thing. But they're they're just great shows, so I, I, I yeah I really hope people you know and people are starting to know it's a thing they're getting write ups and all this. Stuff. I was it's just gonna great. say like it's, it's starting it's to build in like yeah. in terms of like visibility uh, beyond the the scope of you guys like promoting this. I think other people are starting to realize that this is it's like a this kind of this ongoing you know brand of shows you That's guys are doing. Really and awesome it, to see. Yeah, yeah and it then is. you guys are bringing like you know uh, like high quality artists to the forefront and stuff like that. Well, because. Um, with this one, we have uh, Carnage the Executioner. Mm-hmm. We'll be playing it. Um, we have uh, the Crunchy Kids. Um, I'll be playing it again. Shoutouts to Slim Chance. Yes. And my boy Marcus. And the Shout rest out. of the crew. But yeah. I'll be playing it again. We have uh, Lydia Liza, whose band played the last one. Uh, she'll be doing a set. It's, we build it as Lydia Liza and Friends, so it's her and a bunch of guests. Well, Sounds like be. a 70s sitcom. <laughs> And like then, a variety uh, show. And then Cherry Darling, who put out an EP that was entirely produced by Megan Hamilton. Um, nice. And they're going to be doing some cool stuff. So, And, and she was great in um, The Runaways. <laughs> <laughs> was that the same chick? Wasn't it Cherry something? Cherry Bomb. Cherry Bomb. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, yo, Cherry Bomb. Did you see that movie? Yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. Fucking Chris waste of, could jump waste off of, a you cliff. Can't tell me waste at the end of, of that Shannon, movie dude. you didn't have want to did not want to have Michael sex Shannon? with Dakota Fanning. Was he? Oh, he was the dude. He was the fucking manager. He was the man- manager. He was guy. Kim Fowler. Who that manager guy? I never put that together. He's still in the house. <laughs> Wait, um, Kim Fowler, manager quick, of the fucking Runaways. Damn it! You throw my brain. <laughs> Michael Shannon. Have you have you seen what's it called? You uh, take shelter. Take shelter. Yes, man. After you told me about it, it was dope. You saw it. It was dope. Oh, it was real dope. That guy who did that movie actually works with Michael Shannon a ton. Okay. Um, as and he did. Uh, did you ever see Mud with yes. Matthew McConaughey? Yes. Same director. He wanted to have uh, Michael Shannon in the title role. His uh, deal with either Broad uh, Boardwalk Empire or some other shit he had going on precluded him from being the main character. So he ended up being the. See how it jumped around a bit. Ancillary character. Did you uh, Did you like him as General Zod? <laughs> I loved him as General Zod. I kind of did yeah, too. Yeah, but Take great. Shelter was shit. Take Shelter was a shit. Dude, Michael Shannon, shit Revolutionary Road. He, yeah, anything he's done in the last like ten years, I'll fucking, I'll, I'm, I'm on board with. Yeah, I fucks with it. I fucks with it. So listen, we're gonna go into a, we're gonna go into another little three song. Oh, real break. quick, I don't know if I mentioned. Fifty percent oh. of the proceeds are gonna oh, go sweet. into the Neighborhood Involvement Program. That's the organization that we're gonna be donating to. Nice. Um, and they're based in Uptown. Um, like right by Fifth Element, so they're a, a local organization that does a lot of great stuff. What so. are the Hell other? Yes. What does the other fifty percent go to? 
<laughs> if you tell me it's Mercy's May, I'm going to blow this <laughs> fucking place up. The other 50% goes to helping uh, pay for shit. So. Oh, fair um, enough. We, we do have you some, got costs. We There's do, costs. We do have some people that have... Uh, uh, there's a artist in um, Colorado who put out an album that I'm featured on. Uh, his name is Ace the Prophet, and all the proceeds from his album now, um, he's been donating some money. Um, and Ashley's family has also uh, been really generous to donate some money. So there's been a lot of people that have um, stepped helped. up, and yeah. And that's one thing that's been cool too is that there's been a lot of people that have like helped make it successful. Like it definitely wasn't just me and Ashley. There was a lot of other people that have. Helped, sure. Uh, contribute as well. So, but I think you guys, you know, you you started it, you spearheaded the thing. A lot of credit goes to you for even continuing this thing, and of course, you need the support system to make that shit happen. But well, thank you. I, I think mean, I, I, I think it's fantastic. And I know Ashley, like she really wanted to be here, and I know that she's definitely really appreciative of everybody. Um, yeah. Is she at least also. listening? I don't care if she's throwing up. Is she listening? <laughs> I, I think she is. Let's hope so. Hey, what Ash, up? We love you, Ash. Uh, next time you guys do a rap for life, whether it's six months from now or a year from now, we'll have you guys back on. To Absolutely. That'd be awesome. Promote the hell out of that thing, because I, I really appreciate what you guys are doing. Let's do another little three-song uh, blocko. Word. Uh, well, yeah, like I said, there's a song on the album uh, called Nightmare, and that features Ashley. Um, that Let's kick off with that. Yeah. We can... Uh, there's uh, a girl that was song that we actually debuted at Rap for Life three on the album. It's actually about domestic abuse, um, and that song is called Julie, and that features Liz Harper. And then um, why don't we play uh, the first song on the album? It's called Somewhere Outside. That's nice. a song I really like. So all right, fantastic. We're gonna go into a three song block of CM Cool J, and be back with the Craigslist game. You were listening to the Buzzkill Show here on SignNetRadio.com, bitch. Saving grace, that kid is still joy, it doesn't have to take away 
facts that are honest Because I wanna wear my heart on my sleeve And let it speak every time you try to tug on its strings I'm cutting you free, it's just not something I need Cause no one's ever gonna be healthy with a fucking disease Proof is cooking in the pudding, you can see it right there You think that life's fair, do you think that life's fair? So if you got a dream, then you better plot and scheme Before another person turns into a nightmare Proof is cooking in the pudding, you can see it right there Enough of a distraction to take away the pain and disgust of a rat. 
but the biggest are invisible The inner turmoil embroiled an individual With so much baggage it won't fit in the overhead Pretending she can carry it all on her shoulders then Cause even as the weight crushes the spine She stays undermined by what's up in her mind Lessons to 
right It's funny how the best things in life can become the worst ones Your best hope is that the pain turns numb And that's a bad way to live, but it's what we learn from Distract yourself, create a diversion Deception of a person Doors revolve, but the tables ain't turning No escape from your inner monologue Arguing on and on, even if you wanna stop And I got a lot stored up in me Bubbling, oozing, no soothing or comforting Wondering what is reality Balancing everything that's surrounding me Challenging, it's difficult to grow When you don't even know how to know And so I'm moving back and forth again Wondering what's real If truth is an illusion Then I don't know how to feel I'm trapped inside my head Where everything looks different But somewhere outside of it Is a place worth living in Perceptions directive, what you wanna see Till inner questions intersect with your odyssey What you wanna be versus what you are Arteries pump from your heart So follow it, take fear and swallow it Spit your pride up long enough to walk with it Exercise your demons, the positive Energizes reasons to conquer it It's hard to see beyond the bars of a cage So it's hard visualizing change We only know what we can feel But looking out strengthens my zeal So take my hand so I can reach A world outside and finally leave But sometimes where the beauty lies Is a beautiful lie just in disguise Moving back and forth again Wondering what's real If truth is an illusion Then I don't know how to feel I'm trapped inside my head Where everything looks different But somewhere outside of it Is a place worth living in And if I'm gonna be honest Thoughts are weaved by your spider in my conscience Spinning out of control till the nonsense Is all I see in my optics So I'll scout with the trash till I find a compass Discover a direction, stumble on a sunset Illuminating what'll come next So I can bear it all like I'm undressed But I must confess that my unrest upsets What's left of my stomach Untying knots as I climb this rope The same one that'll choke And it's tied to a boat But what floats that boat isn't always so full of hope So as turbulent tides subside to the side I walk across this moat Cause I've been moving back and forth again Wondering what's Place
Son of a hey, I just wanna I just wanna say before we even say anything else, we have the best producer in the business. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba Booey, you're great. <laughs> oh, now he, oh, now he does. Effects. Once we talk about him, he does the sound effect. This fucking guy over here. This like fucking a guy over here. The fucking guy. Fuck you, Keith, you white-beaten Mexican He's fucking mother-thieving worthless sack of whale semen. That's, well, That's appropriate. That is, that is the ultimate of self-deprecating humor. Absolutely. It's way better than Dan Cook. <laughs> oh God! Hey, you're sitting in the Dan Cook chair, the Sufi chair, the Sufi. Oh, it is. I never understood. Fuck the, that super finger. Fuck I, that. I never understood the appeal of Dan Cook. Nobody. Actually, nobody. No, actually, take that. Actually, I understand Mike the Shank appeal. I just think it's really lame. Appreciate. Yeah. Think the, the appeal, appeal is, is for frat boys. Well, not and the appeal. He had fucking funny jokes, and if you deny that, you're. I don't, there was sorry. nothing funny about Super him. Special. That's like saying Kevin Hart is funny. It's Kevin not Hart funny. Wow. Kevin Hart is funny. Kevin Hart is Are you out of your funny. mind? Kevin Hart's oh. way funnier than Dave Kevin Cook. Kevin Hart is funny, actually. Okay, maybe Dude. he's a little funnier than Dave Cook, but Dude, that Dave means Cook. he's still not funny. Dave no, Cook that's not I mean. good jokes. He did. Oh, okay. uh, you, know, you, know big you know who's not funny? Crazy. But gets mad love? Aziz Ansari. Oh, I he's think not he gets funny mad either. love and he, he is funny. He's what funny. Is, no, he's not. Where are you? Who's funny? What universe what are you living in? What are you, I'm sorry. Who do you like right now? No, this is great. Nothing more Aziz. than Justin Caesar. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> the best stand-up no, comic did, ever. And Gus Who did you just go see? And Gus Lynch. Yeah. Eddie Izzard. Yeah, how was that? That was fantastic. See, you like him. I don't think that's funny. Which how do you not think that's funny? See, that's you, insane to me. No, it's not. It's insane to Wait, me. Wait, which comedian you see? It's an Eddie opinion, Izzard. motherfucker. I've heard of right. Eddie no, it, Izzard. It He's is. like a British comic, right? Yeah, yeah. no, it is like, insane yeah. to you. He's a transvestite. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Eddie Izzard is fucking hilarious. And if you see hilarious. all you have to see is Dress to Kill. Dress to Kill. And it doesn't matter. You're... Fucking argument and if you don't think that's funny, then there's kill. something wrong with you. Okay. If you watch Dane Cook in a DVD. circle, <laughs> doing off like no, fucking two fires, no. whatever the no. fuck he does. No, fuck that shit finger. in the round. I'm talking about like the first finger. half hour he did in '99 on Comedy Central. Oh, so you had a half hour that was funny. Who? Eddie sure. Izzard? No. Great. Dane no. Cook. Dane Dane Cook. Cook. He had fucking funny jokes. He got too big for his fucking britches, and then that shit takes over. You know, we could actually get him on this show because he doesn't have a career anymore. Yeah, his, he had his, he had his brother stole or his brother in law stole like eleven million dollars. Are you kidding me? You didn't know oh, about that? I, know. Oh, yeah, I, like, I don't really he was like, follow his, his career. Neither do I. But he was on a podcast. I li- he was on a podcast. I listened is this to something it. like uh, uh, yeah. Ernest Borgnine dying that you just heard about <laughs> it two years later? Oh, it was a couple years ago. No, oh, okay. Well, God damn it, we don't. Good for him. Well, Dan well Cook, how about that? He started like an acting career too. Or Dan yeah, Cook? he, he was actually wasn't like, that bad of an actor, honestly. No, he's. Well, isn't that good you either? Fucking hate Dan I mean, yeah, but you think okay. the last six M&M's of M&M albums were good, so it wouldn't... <laughs> <laughs> so, there, yeah. Well played, Greg. <laughs> hey, listen, no, the, great, the great thing... Here, I'm, you know what? I'm going to be... Right I'm going to be... A new comic you love right now? Gonna, gonna, oh, right now. A new comic? I don't know any new comics. Really? Come on. Who's new now? Do you, you like Patton Oswalt? Yeah, yeah, he's funny, so but he's not new. Hannibal Burris. Yeah, thank you. Hannibal Burris. I love Bill Burr. I love yeah, uh, fucking Louis I mean, C.K. Yeah, Louis so, C.K. is like one of the best going and it's right. a, and, and I, I love, yeah. I, you know, back in the day, I loved Eddie Murphy. I loved, you know, uh, Dave Chappelle. Dave they were all, really you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think, you know, and, and rest in peace, I don't think uh, Tracy Morgan's very funny. 
You Rest love Tracy Morgan. To Trace, Tracy you love Morgan? Tracy Morgan. I love Tracy Morgan in certain aspects. Saturday Night Live <laughs> used him wrong. He was terrible. So no, you, you know like he was the best. I don't think I don't think he's I don't think he's I don't think he's a great stand-up comic, but so him him being awesome no, awesome him being interviewed by other people that's, what I was just saying. that's when he's the best. When he's not when he's doing, doing his written material and he's just fucking just saying he, shit like, yeah, when he's on like I, I like fucking stuff. lollipops in my ass. I want to you know <laughs> shit like that. It's fucking brilliant. He was funny as the host of those like VH1 hip hop honors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's phenomenal. I like, um, yeah. you know, let's go. Uh, what are some other stand ups I like? Um, uh, Ruth Busby. She was great. <laughs> she was great. Phyllis Diller. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh my fucking God, you Ruth Busby'd me. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. worse than being Rickrolled. Henny Youngman. Like you Busby'd me. How about Henny Youngman? Anybody? You been, anybody? You've been Busby'd oh, me. Come on, man. you kidding me? You ever listen hey. to those comedy Soupy stations? Sales? <laughs> Yakov Smirnoff? Come on. Those I comedy stations on like Pandora where they just play like bits off of all the comedy CDs so you get to hear like just bits from like just a bunch of different comics. Snippets, yeah. yeah, yeah. They give so you then, one bit. Then you get a good kind of sample like a lot of comics that you might not have ever That's heard. So good. I'm trying to think of someone you guys might not know, but you should check out honestly because I love comedy so much. Have you guys heard Mitch of Ian Hedberg. Edwards? Ian Edwards. Don't no. know who that is. Doesn't sound like a name I remember. Yep. He's a black guy. Look him up. He's been in the game for years. He's a black too. guy. Yeah. Oh, I'm not looking that. Yeah, up. don't look that up. <laughs> He's awesome. Greg's racist against. I'm all cats. about. I'm all about white and Jew comics. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Let me think. Any Asian? <laughs> any a- funny Asian guys? You know, love that shit. Mm, that it's one's like hard. it's like a, it's like 45 minutes of talking about how small their dick is. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bobby Lee. Anybody? Everybody loves Bobby yeah. Lee. Yeah, we all love him. Friend of the show, Bobby Lee. Yeah. Friend, of the, Friend show. of the show. Clearly, he knows about us. Who was that one Asian comic you won last comic standing? That fan. fan. He was awful. <laughs> Nobody watches that. Boy, did, didn't somebody uh, uh, like a uh, retarded guy win uh, last Josh comic Blue. standing? Fifty Tyson? I don't know if he won, but Josh Blue. <laughs> but he was up there, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so he made jokes about he being retarded. He played up in Grantsburg, Wisconsin. <laughs> like the other, like last year or the year before. Yep. You know, fucking oh Gilbert God. Godfrey played at the oh, Cinema Gilbert New Godfrey's Hope. Really funny. He is, is but he it? played yeah. at the Cinema Cinem- 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 New Hope. Po- New- what the fuck? I can't even talk. Cinema New Cinema- Hope. Cinema New Hope Draft House, like two yep. months ago. Him and you know who else played there a couple months ago? Pauly Shore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> talk about comedic genius right there. Yeah. <laughs> the the weasel. <laughs> what the fuck is that shit? How's that funny? Dude, it was the 90s. It was the 90s. It still wasn't funny. No. Lisa Lisa? We should play that on the this cult jam? show. Mm. I got some cult jam, baby girl. Come on, baby. Move that conga. Oh, wait, no. That's, no, that's, uh, that's fucking, that other Mexican that's bitch. That's machine. Yeah, that's my Amazon machine. Uh, <laughs> Another <for> real? <laughs> Another Mexican uh, bitch. Really, you shocked that I said that. <laughs> First of all, I'm not shocked. I'm, I'm just guessing she's a Cuban a little bit of a bitch. Oh, that's it. Cuban bitch. Sorry, the other like, Cuban bitch. Oh, that Cuban bitch. I'd go with Puerto Rican. Hold on, I'll look it up. Oh, that Castro fucker. Yeah, look it up. Research department's yeah, research look it up. What's her name? out of that cage. This is going to take a half an hour. He's on dial-up. It's easily going to be the most annoying thing you deal with tonight, is cage trying to fucking figure out facts. Figures. It's going to be less annoying than this. Are we going to play a game, or what are we going to do? It's midnight already, and we still have a caller coming in yet. <laughs> All right, we're going to play a game, Ben Fossey. Are you involved in this game of course tonight? He is. Yeah, you are. Of course well, he I is. Gotta switch in. I got to switch into character. 
All right, so let's. Uh, <laughs> I am Dink. I'm not Cupid. I don't know if I'm supposed to do Casey Kasem or I'm supposed to do Dink Fartdale. I'm not sure. All right, well, here we go. We're back again, once again, for the Craigslist game. And for those who have not been involved before, speaking of CMJ, this is a game where I take three ads from Craigslist. There are two rounds of this game. I'm going to give you three ads. You have to guess which one is the fake ad, the one that I made up. He's yawning while I tell him this story. <laughs> it is late, That's to be fair. Midnight, yeah. yeah. He'll wake up. It must be the witching hour. <laughs> We can't thank y'all. Oh, oh he's on. He's on point tonight, as Mel B would say on America's Got Talent. He's all point. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is I feel like game shows haven't used this kind of music in like 20 years, but everybody. This is a, this is at but least every, a 30-year-old game show music. Still plays this music on like t- on like TV shows, like game shows still do. Yes. They do, and we do too here. All right, we're back. I'm not going to thank any sponsors before the game starts because I want to thank them at the end because I like it in the end. All right, we're going to go now. Craigslist ad number one. Straight cocksucker looking for older. Man for a man, 22 years old at the University of Minnesota. Hey, guys. Straight college dude here who occasionally likes to suck cock. I'm sorry, but what straight college guy likes to occasionally suck up? <laughs> All the time. I'm looking for an older guy who'd like to get together semi-regularly for some hot throat fucking action. All right, so we got a guess now? <laughs> Not yet. Oh, 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 that was part of the same one. Okay. There's a <laughs> sit, lot of, all right. Sit back and let me eagerly deep throat you. Or grab my head and face fuck me and show me just how you like it. Please be drug and disease free. I'm proud to have just graduated and could wear my cap and gown for you. Oh my god! <laughs> Mostly just looking to suck, but might consider more for the right guy. <laughs> this is all the straight guy, right? It's yeah, a, he's a straight he's guy. He's a straight guy, okay. Of course. Craigslist at number two! <laughs> Upskirt fun! This is a tranny looking for a man 22 years old in Brooklyn Park. <laughs> Hi there, guys. My name is Bella. <laughs> I'm a tall volleyball type with a juicy ass. <laughs> I love older men who like to look up girls' skirts and get a sneak peek. No! Semi-passable here. Love to be pleasured with a tongue. Let me know if you want this sweet candy hole. Only serious fun guys respond. Pictures go to the front of the line. My skirt is on and I'm ready to go. Bye bye. <laughs> was this a guy or a girl? That was a tranny looking for a man. <laughs> Thanks, Tia Thomas. <laughs> tranny looking Holy for a shit. man. <laughs> Craigslist ad number three. Holy fuck! A twenty-fifth birthday present to myself. Twenty-five-year-old in the metro area. I just recently turned twenty-five, and I want to give myself the best present ever. Although I am a sissy, my body doesn't really fit that image. I look quite masculine with chest hair and a treasure trail. <laughs> Though I have shaved balls and legs. I'm looking for a sugar master who is looking for a slave. Sugar master. They can regularly use, like on a weekly basis. <laughs> I want to become your sissy slave. Maybe do house chores for you and serve your every need and pleasure. I want to be dressed up in a girly outfit. 
so I can serve my real man. Humiliate me, slap me, spit on me, maybe even cuckold me. I want you to inspect me, test out my oral skills, and let you stretch out my sissy holes. <laughs> Let's meet for lunch. All right, we're going to go into the guessing oh game of this God. portion. It's fantastic. Craigslist said number one, straight cocksucker for an older man at the U of M. Number two, upskirt fun. <laughs> And number three, a 25th birthday present to myself. Oh, my God. We're going to start with our in-studio guest tonight. Guess which is the fake ad. Those, they kind of ran together to me. Like, it was hard to tell which one one started. You're the only one that's not drunk here. How do they run together? Um, I'm going to go with... I'm the easier one. Hmm. I think number two is the fake one. The upskirt fun is the fake ad. (laughs) My jank. I'm going to just because I hope you wrote that. Yeah. Like, I just... Yeah. My jank likes upskirt fun. Yeah. Ben Fossey. I'm going to go number three. Number three is the fake ad. 2050-year-old birthday present. <laughs> and I'm gonna Chris say, I'm going to say number two for a similar reason for Mike's because, God damn it, that's fucking brilliant yeah. if you constructed that. No. And I got Keith the, Goya. They all are. Number three. Number three. Well, what about Crystal? Somebody has to go. Crystal, number are you one. playing? Somebody has to go number one. He's on a delay right now. I'm sorry, I'm breaking character. Crystal goes number one. Oh, cool. He's saying number three. Guy three, three and two. Number three. Three threes. Wait, was one the one about the straight dude? That the straight like, guy. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm gonna change my. Wait a minute, are you gonna? We haven't on. locked him in yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm actually gonna go with number one. Number one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we got two number threes or three number threes. There are two number two straight guys that do <laughs> gay not, porn. By the way, order. Ben Foster. Yeah, but they're paid for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going number three. Number three. What's the answer? And once again this week, I forgot to bring a drum roll, so we're going to go right into it and say number two is the fake ad this week. I'm sorry, CMJ, you changed it. I should have stayed with it. I'm so happy that that was you. I'm so happy you wrote that. That was really great. Thank you. Thank you. You should take that much care. You should take that much care and precision in your lyrics. I, I almost picked out I almost picked that one because of because of the sissy holes part. Luke, I am your brother. <laughs> you two have to All speak. right, we're going that into was, that was round Darth Vader. Two, round two. Wait, 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 wait. That was Darth Vader paging Luke. No, that was that was from a hospital. That was Eddie Izzard uh, doing. Darth Vader. Oh. Sebastian, I'm arranging matches. <laughs> what is it? Do they have it's a flag? It's the rebels, sir. Can we get Chris and Rolf a flag? I'm arranging matches. <laughs> Are we going to have tea? <laughs> uh, uh, that's not really true. <laughs> All right, Craigslist out number two. This is the betting round of the Craigslist game. So if all of you are willing to bet, then pull out a couple of dollars. 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 The liquor store didn't have change for a thousand. Yeah, not they didn't have change for a thousand. Not so this change? is not the betting round this week. Maybe you can bet some chips. I split oh. the last cash I had on your old job. <laughs> uh, sorry, they're not prize there, chips. Are they matches? No, they're not. But I'm, I'm stacking chips. 
All right, Craigslist at number one around two. As long as we haven't scared CMJ away yet, <laughs> this might do it. <laughs> number one, submissive girly boy wants a dominant daddy. Mailing for a man looking 41 years old and it doesn't give a specific location. <laughs> submissive girly boy looking for a dominant daddy. I'm 5'9", 140, petite, slim figured. I would love to be feminized totally to be your naughty little cum slut. <laughs> I'm kind of new to this, so I only have a few outfits so far, but I do have makeup and sexy perfume. <laughs> I would like you to shave me all over so I'm totally smooth for you. I've only sucked, so I've never had a real cock inside me. I'm very open to being restrained and made to be submissive. Do as you will with your naughty pet. Spread me, breed me, and dump in me. <laughs> Dumping me. Craigslist ad number two. Holy shit. Looking for that growth. <laughs> this is a man for a man 28 and uptown. Looking for dudes around 18 to 35 who like to have a nice full bush of pubes. <laughs> it's such a turn on. I've been letting mine grow for a few months now. Smiley face. <laughs> Hoping to meet up and jerk off and feed and... Sorry, let me start over again. Yes, Hoping to meet up and jerk off and feel up at each other's hairy dicks and balls. Please be around the ages I mentioned and in somewhat decent shape. Thick and hairy assholes are an A++++ for my piercing tongue. And Craigslist at number three. Jesus Christ. I want a facial. Man for a man 48 years old in the Delano area. No! Who lives in Delano? <laughs> Where the fuck is Delano? It's a long ways away! <laughs> Sound like a superhero narrator. Looking to get off? Let me help you with that by sucking and stroking a nice cock. <laughs> Tell me how you like it. Slow, fast, sloppy, wet, gagging, tears streaming down my face. And when the time comes, sure hoping you will let me shoot that load all over the space that is your face. <laughs> Posting in very discreet, so hit me up. All right, oh we're going to go into this again. <laughs> wow. Did they bleed in together this time? No. Nah. Or did you got them separated nah, enough? I've got them separated enough. <laughs> all right, we're going to go in reverse order, starting with KG. Submissive girly boy wants a dominant daddy. Looking for that growth. <laughs> or he wants a facial. Uh, number one. Number one is the fake ad. Chris Caesar. <sighs> I'm going to go number three. Number three is the fake number ad. Three. Number two. Number two. <laughs> Mike Shank. Number two. Are you oh. drinking wine now? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> is that Pinot Grigio? Yeah, it is about to have a penis straw on it. <laughs> it's a <laughs> Pinot Pino Girlio. <laughs> Uh, you know, I want to say three, because two sounds too fake to be true, but God damn it, I think it is. So Do you think the piercing tongue is too fake? Yeah. Uh, I'm going three. I'm going to go number two. You're going to go number two. Christo. Three? Number three. Christo's on three. Are you on board? Number two. 
Don't follow what he says. <laughs> you should know right now to change it. <laughs> he won the last one. I want to thank you all for participating once again in the Craigslist game. The winning ad this week is number three. Yeah. <laughs> because nobody knows more than you guys that I love a facial. <laughs> Can I just say that I started playing footsie with CMJ halfway through your first uh, read? And, uh, Did it continue yeah. through all three he, ads? No, no. He, I tried. He pulled away and I kept going. Quiet, dude. You're going to lose his Did you? Did he no, pull no, away once the, the I want growth? The expression on his face was priceless. I just thought it was like unintentional at first. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank all of our sponsors once again for yeah. hosting Toys R Us, KB yeah. Toy and Hobby, and of course Head and Shoulders. Touch one friend, touch another friend's asshole, and then finger Iggy Azalea. <laughs> Thank you once again for participating, everyone, and we sorry once again to offend you. <laughs> Where's the goddamn applause? Where's the goddamn? You can't hear the applause over the Can music. I get a concerted fucking effort to get a goddamn applause every time. You know what? If I can't get Casey Kasem. Goddamn it! You know what? If I can't get a goddamn. Where's Don? Is he on the phone? <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I can't get a fucking concerted effort. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm going to be calling in later. <laughs> we have a very special treat. Listen, I spent... Um, oh, my God. This week, um, I, I, I was contacted, and I, apparently they hit up every single media outlet, including, like, TV, the Today Show, TNC. every you know, everything, looking to get this exclusive interview with, with, uh, with uh, post dead Casey Kasem <laughs> and so apparently now Jesus has uh, has started his own um, he's like a management company up in wherever the fuck they live now oh yeah oh, wow. um, so when, when, when Gandolfini died <laughs> Jesus decided that he was going to start representing <laughs> actors and celebrities when they came up there so it was Gandolfini and then he got Borgnine I think he got um <laughs> Actually, he got uh, he lost um, he lost Mickey Rooney to the Holy Ghost because there. So, but um, Casey Kasem signed with Jesus. So Jesus is the I, Holy Ghost, the Bob Sugar of heaven. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. <laughs> Sniff twice if he's there. He's a, yes. He's a, <laughs> so um, Jesus contacted me. I didn't even have to call him. Or he didn't call me. It just came into my head. I was praying to him one day because of I wanted I, w- I wanted cheeseburgers and some more money. <laughs> And neither one of those came true, but he said, you I know, hey, listen, Obama money. I know you have this rinky-dink radio show, <laughs> and we've reached out to all the creditable, no. you know, media outlets out there, and they're all like, yeah, you don't exist. And I'm like, well, since I'm a believer, <laughs> um, so we're going to have, uh, in the next segment, we're going to play some more CMJ shit, but in the next segment... Um, the ghost of Casey Kasem is going to call in and do, oh! the, do the top five songs oh, in the country. Get out of here. No. And you guys, listen. That is fantastic. We've been doing the top five songs in the country for a while. And he's also going to issue a statement to the press. The press is coming. We have uh, CNN and I think ESPN is the only other one that's coming. <laughs> but um, We have Harvey Keitel how appropriate. live via satellite. What the fuck? These guys... They don't even pay attention to me while still alive. You're and shot. they give a shit about this fucking guy who reads backwards? <laughs> <laughs> You're shot in the gut. And he died. But it took him days. 
<laughs> Anyways, so we're gonna have um, uh, dead Casey Kasem on in the next Good segment. <laughs> I tried to get his fucking daughter because she's so unbelievably hot. Yeah, what? I was kind of amazed. I spent the last two weeks beating off to his. Have you seen his daughter? No. Look up Carrie Kasem. Unfucking mm. believable. I, I saw it for the first time tonight. I must say, like, wow. And that guy's not a looker by wow. any means. So how he sure. produced that, I have no idea. Well, what is his ethnicity? I, uh, he's like Palestinian his, or no, some shit. Israeli, I think. No. Well, whatever. He's somewhere from over there. Uh, yeah, great. I think somewhere that, from. Uh, listen, well, I don't listen. think the men look that great. His but daughters. Listen, listen, daughters listen, listen. Let's not. Let's not step on on Casey on Casey's toes. He's um, <laughs> he's going to be on in a little bit. He's so agreed he to, to come from beyond the grave. I think we should he, ha- he has a, he has a statement save that he's question. going to say. Save your question. So yeah, and and he's going to do a question question, uh, question segment Q and A after he does his. Um, it's going to be short because he wants to get into the top five. But if you have if you have specific questions for Casey, once he's done with the statement, he's going to answer them. Okay. Excellent. Um, so think of some questions while you guys were here. Right. You know what my new band name is? Dead Casey Queso. <laughs> Do you know, you just you're like up next we have Dead Casey. <laughs> <laughs> Millions. Well, oh, hey, listen. God. It's a good thing I'm in touch with Jesus, otherwise Seriously. I wouldn't have got this billing. Absolutely. I, I pray to him all the time for shit, and this is the only thing I've gotten. I was so. just going to say, up until now, your Christianity has been worthless. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, my atheism was worth it, worthless, but I decided to be Christian in the last week, that's awesome. and look how it paid off. Look, instant dividends, and I think that's what the Bible promised. I haven't read it. It's a long book. It's a lot to flip through. I think it's somewhere towards the back, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Who can tell? Make I'm not going to read Genesis. that thing. You have to look at the index because it's in there. It's insane. The, the footnotes and everything. Go to the library insane. and go through the Dewey Decimal System and you'll find it. What a fucking scam that shit is, too, by the way. Conan, 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 Conan the Librarian. Don't you know your Dewey Decimal <laughs> System? You've got this Hey, did you hear that uh, Gilbert Gottfried has a big issue with the Dewey se- oh, Decimal System? No! <laughs> There's no way we're going. You got to gotta squint. I have, I have to squint in order to make it make sense. You got to say Dewey Decimal System when you do it. With the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> these kids. Is it fucking Braille? <laughs> What's that? Can we fucking... James Moore evaporate. <laughs> I can't do fucking. James Moore doing Gilbert Godfrey doing. All right, CMJ songs. Yes, let's uh, go. Let's uh, let's word. back out of this bullshit and get to some real <laughs> music. The reason we're here. Uh, last year, I t- I put out a couple of singles that are actually on the album, so we can go into those. Uh, first one was called Maniac, which was uh, produced by K of uh, Moody Black. Nice. And uh, it was actually uh, a song that I got hit up by a professional wrestler locally that wanted me to make him an entrance song. That's so really? Joe. Yeah, so is, that, he, is he one of those dudes on that? They, they like play that shit at like fucking 2 in the morning on like 45. Pulled it away too fast. That shit is so dope. T- his, name like is, local his, wrestling. his name was Rob Hollywood. Word. Um, it's a dope ass name, actually. Yeah, yeah. He was. Porn uh, name. He was like a he was like a heelish ladies man. I think was his gimmick. 
Wow. <laughs> so, and I'm like a huge professional wrestling fan, so I thought that was really cool that he hit me up about that. So, song is called Maniac. Uh, Kay is like a huge professional wrestling fan too, so I hit him. I was like, we should, you should give me a beat for this. So, um, so that song's on the album. It's called Maniac. Uh, this another single I put out last year from the album is produced by DJ Attitrack. And uh, this is actually the only song that was uh, not mixed by Wesley Opus and myself. It's mixed by me and and, and add a track. So nice. It's called friend Mo- of the show, Jimmy Cavanaugh. Yeah, it's called Move Like Ants, and then uh, <laughs> and those are the two singles. And then another song we can play for doing three songs. Uh, this is a song on the album produced by Antioch. It's called uh, Troubles of a Twenty Something. So yeah, yes. We're going to go into a three-song block. We should do a song called Troubles of a 40-something. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. That'd be a you. solo jam, wouldn't it? All right. Yep. That sounds like something yep. I'd, uh, I'd love to bump in the like uh, retirement home someday. <laughs> he and I can do that to track together in a year. Right. We'll do, we'll oh, do sure. that when the AARP comes and they're like... That actually, there's the next album title, AARP. No, it's it'll a be fucking, like ass. It's the Breakfast Rap Club, motherfucker. That's not an album, that's a track. No, it's going to be more than one track. <laughs> He's on some Dr. Octagon shit with this. I guarantee, yes, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. We'll we'll fucking talk about this when we come back. We got another uh, <laughs> special guest. RCMJ. We have from a Beyond the Grave special guest. So we're going to go into a three-block song off of CM Cool J by Christopher Michael Jensen. You're listening to The Buzzkill Show here on SignetRadio.com.
Yeah, we move like ants. 
another day, but not another dollar. Knowledge is power, but look at all the unemployed scholars. Man. When you don't have money or your own residence, how do you define what your independence is? Old friends grew up to be successful, finding spouses and buying houses without a debt load. Is that the blueprint to use if you want happiness? While well, I scratch my head, wonder why hasn't it happened yet? I can't decide if all my college years were wasted or a place where I got some necessary education. The past is past. What's left to salvage? Looking up my SNES just to feel nostalgic. And if I really had a stash of extra lives, I might take more risks with each lift before I die. Trigger a finger aimed at my foot, not trying to pull it. So the smile I force keeps biting the bullet. But I'm I, man. How do you feel? I'm I, girl. But how do you feel? Cause sometimes it's hard to maintain. So we do what we do to get through the day. Hey, but I'm I. Others love the drugs that they choose Me, my comfort was food But with every game pound I found there was something to lose You can shape yourself into anything But when out of shape You start to break down With every round you make A square peg in the circle of life And even if you get in where you fit in Doesn't mean you'll like it I need a vacay from this head trip Stress is adding up on my note card checklist So I'm out at home now Watching Netflix, YouTube documentaries Monday night wrestling Checking off just to clear my head Cause it comes to a point like a pyramid When your ear is led to the rhythm and the lyrics It's like the only thing left lifting up my spirits But I'm aight man, how do you feel? I'm aight girl, but how do you feel? Cause sometimes it's hard to maintain So we do what we do to get through the day Hey, But I'm aight man, how do you feel? I'm aight girl, but how do you feel? Cause sometimes it's hard Outcast on the way to my concerts All work and no play Can make a man insane But you can save your brain If you love the process So much time spent Never felt ripped off My pen writes happiness Seen in this ink block Because I met so many people Through hip-hop that helped when Life threw me a loop like ring toss I live off rap And I don't mean financially It just makes me feel alive When I get too panicky Rap fam was just a name for this family That forced through the music to restore all our sanity. I know lives that were literally saved when they had one shoe sticking into a grave. And that might not be something you can understand. But this culture, I can't go back to anything other than. So I'm aight, man. How do you feel? I'm aight, girl. How do you feel? Cause sometimes it's hard to maintain. So we do what we do to get through the day. Hey, but I'm aight, man. How do you feel? I'm aight, girl. But how do you feel? Yo, Wes, let me, let me just hear that. Yeah. 
Y'all give it up for fucking CMJ. CMJ. Come on. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, there you go. Clap, you fucking Philistines. What do you think I was joking? <laughs> well, I was waiting for the background clapping. Bunch of assholes. He's on it now. There's a bunch of assholes on the show. Greg, what do we get? Nine, Greg 12, and Shank so? mostly. Well, yeah. Mostly. Bullshit. Fossey's an asshole, too. That's true. Fossey's kind of a prick. So is Krista. I've always hated him. Fuck <laughs> you, Greg. <laughs> He's the one that originally called everybody an asshole. Because you guys were being assholes. There's a fuck you Caesar on there. Why don't you use that one? There's a fuck you Caesar. There's a, and there's a fuck you There is the fuck you Caesar. Can we hear some turtles having sex? <laughs> and it's so slow. I like to listen imagine. To, listen to all the Oriental people in the background. Like, did you just say? Did you say fucking Oriental? Well, yeah. What like am I gonna say? Like what am I gonna say? Asian? Like they're rugs? Thank you. <laughs> I just, yeah. Like they're a rug, a rug or a ramen flavor. You know, apparently. I do that on purpose. Of course. I'd like to believe that someone's uh, flying a kite nearby. I don't know why. Uh, Dropping low. Hey. Hey, That's have you ever heard? Guy. Have you ever heard this guy? Have you ever heard this guy cry when there's a, a library in Philadelphia that got closed down, and there's this guy who grew up next to the library, and he starts crying when the library gets closed down. There's something around there about the Philadelphia library. Will you play that? This is the best thing ever. It's this <laughs> guy crying about the library being closed down in Philadelphia. You see it on there, Cage? No. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, he's too busy over there. No, not you. This fuckcase. There's nothing about Philadelphia Library or man crying or... No. Nothing. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? You shot in your gut. This is <laughs> You're not going to die now? It takes days. <laughs> I'm pissed off now. Now you should be. And well, you should be. Yeah, anyway. Fucking asshole liquor. God, this guy. All right, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Hold Listen. On, hold on, hold on. You guys are going to be... It's affecting is emotionally. Yeah, here. I have an emotional life. Talk to me a little bit. Well, I grew up here. I live here. And I used to play football here. And I just don't... I can't believe anybody's going to close this damn thing down. Oh, and I'm a carpenter. I, I could... Oh, shit. <laughs> got you that upset. Oh, yeah? What are you kidding it's like stupid. Why would hell? Why would they shut down this library? <laughs> you grew up with this library? Oh, uh, definitely. I grew up on the Tanner Street. So you've been here coming here your whole life. Basically, yeah. Obviously, it's I affecting my, emotionally. I have an emotional life. Talk to me a little bit. Well, I, uh, it's like know. he's like a seventy-year-old man. Dude, that library shit, dude. You gotta sample that. Why is the fuck about this shit? It's my food. So have you ever seen like when John Elway retired when he cries and he's like <laughs> they get all fucking like weird shit so funny when like dudes cry and they get all fucking and don't, don't get me wrong I cry all dude, the time dude that's me no that's <laughs> every me. time I pull my dick out of my pants I cry but <laughs> it's it was a fucking library you watch like you watch like fucking um, nobody's fool with fucking Paul Newman and you're like, the end of it I'm like, you know what That'd be fun to, like, we should figure out some historic crying acting moments where it's just, they're just spreading it on <laughs> thick. 
Tom Cruise in every movie. Hey, I, drama. hey, I had an idea if you guys are into this, and I'm sure you won't because you're a bunch of fucking pussies. Why but, wouldn't we be? Well, I guarantee you, you won't be into this. Oh, God. So what I wanted to do is, um, Fosty and I have been for a while trying to get some strippers on the show. So I didn't want to do the thing where, you know, because it's been done before, where we all measure our dick, have the stripper come chub us up and measure or, our dicks. Yeah, bounce coins or something. No. So we have the stripper. We have we have a stripper come out and look at each one of our fucking dicks and say, "Who has the prettiest cock?" Yeah, you can oh. go ahead and do that. Prettiest, the prettiest. Yeah. So it's got to have all the intangibles. Yes, they have to look at it and, <laughs> so and we inspect gotta, it and go. We have to put our dick like through if like the head's uh, not too big or too small. We have to put our dick through like a stripper combine, <laughs> where they come and like judge <laughs> our forty time. Like you can chub it up if you want to. It doesn't matter. Whatever you need to do. Maybe they'll chub it up. Who knows? First of all, Fossey's chubbing it up all the time. Anyways, he's over there rubbing shit through his tight pants. I think that's his third job. <laughs> his third job is chubbing up. <laughs> He's like, I just kind of got to keep like cool in the gang. <laughs> well, anyway, that's my idea. But anyways, um, so we have a special caller coming in right what now. I think about your fucking idea. Is the phone ringing yet? Oh, I forgot the fucking phone ringing. You forgot thing. the phone ring? Hold on, let me help you out Wait, here. Yeah. Bring. All right, well, as I referenced before, I had a um, conversation with Jesus this week. And we no, had... phone asshole. Oh. Bring. When this dude calls, this is... Ding, 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 Hi, this ding, is Casey. Ding. Hey, Casey. Oh, Casey Kasem is online. Listen, uh, I, <laughs> no, the the photo, uh, the press needs to stop right now. He <laughs> he's not allowed to take photographs until he makes his statement. Sure, he's going to make his statement sure. in a little bit. So, Casey, why is it that you're calling in today? Hi, this is Casey Kasem. <laughs> yes, we got that point of it, but uh, the point is, is that why is it that you're calling today? I never had a chance to, um... You don't even sound like Casey Kasem <laughs> at this point. God damn it, if I have to answer any more of these questions about me... I, 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 my throat is decaying at this point. I've been dead for a week. You have to understand that I'm not going to sound like myself. Now, on with the countdown. <laughs> okay, Kasem. Well, uh, what we want to do is we, you, you wanted to call and you wanted to make a statement. But you also wanted to, um... Do your last top five, because you never got a chance really to do that. Hi, I'm Casey Casey. <laughs> yes, we know that. Um, Chris, 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 as um, as co-host of the show, I'm going to need you to take over this interview oh process God, okay. because I'm not really. I don't. Under, I, I don't know if he understands what I'm saying or whatever. Sure, Ca I'd... Casey, you're still there. Yes, I'm still here. <laughs> I'll assist you if you need it. If you need so, it. Uh, I, 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 clearly, I haven't been prepped for this interview, but I have to. I think that, you know. First off, what our listeners want to hear is. Uh, well, it's a shock that I'm here, even. <laughs> that, that, that's absolutely true. I think uh, everyone here is shocked. Well, can we first say just uh, rest in peace to you, sir? Uh, we all <laughs> loved you. You are a national treasure. Well, I, listen, it's. Uh, I'm not rest in peace. I'm still hanging here in limbo. Well, oh, purgatory. <laughs> I'm on oh. heaven's cell phone right now. I, I don't even know where I am at this point. <laughs> I have better reception than heaven's cell phone? <laughs> it's true. Better data rate. Wait, why is that's he on, why is that's he on quite a strong possibility. Why is he on heaven's cell phone if he's I in limbo? Give a, a I he's on Dante. He's on Dante's. For that was a great question. Long distance dedication. <laughs> <laughs> he's on like PCS. Yes. 
Which is purgatory, I'm told. Right. The reason right. I'm here this is <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you guys you listen, you guys are dropping a ball at the interview no, process. No, we have no, Casey no. Kasem, dead Casey Kasem on the line. Yeah. And by the way, I am dead. Throat's decaying at this point. Uh, listen, I've I already asked you to stop with the photography, TMZ, please. And not until I actually. I don't make think he shows up on photographs anyway. At this point, he's like and a. Here, he's you like can't a, see my black hair. He's like a smog. He's like a mist <laughs> at this point. You can't see my black hair. What Casey, you don't even sound that? like yourself. I sound a little more like uh, Shadow Stevens at this point. <laughs> sure, but that's because I'm fucking deaf. I have to answer one more goddamn question. Is Don on the phone? <laughs> Don, wait, no, I'm on the phone. That doesn't make any sense. All right, we're going to do the top five songs in the country. But before we do that, I want to read a statement to my family and everyone else in attendance. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Casey Case. I want to thank all the members of the press and the Hollywood Foreign Press, media, and you goddamn fucks at the Buzzkill Show. As you all know, I died last week from reasons I don't quite remember. It may have something to do with the dementia. Last thing I recall was being held in some fucking warehouse. In Washington. Wait, 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 wait. Like some fucking goddamn Ark of the Covenant. I have a question, <laughs> Casey. The questions are saved for the end of the... Did you exercise the body of Dink Fartendale? Now he's on top of things. I've been listening to this radio show for a long time and dedicated a lot of things to this. And now he's doing this. Because I made reference to the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> I'm survived by my wife and four children and my cunt of a wife, Jean. <laughs> if it, she wasn't after the money, then I don't know who was. <laughs> Most people say I'm remembered for American Top... <laughs> American Top 40. The long-distance dedication and the voice of Scooby-Doo. Hey! What about my work in many voices at Sesame Street and... Peter fucking Cottontail. <laughs> and the work and support I did with those fucking A-Rabs and the goddamn Desi Jackson. <laughs> but hey, let's face it. We all know I'll be remembered most for fathering that major piece of ass, Carrie. <laughs> hey, I may be her father, but even I know that that girl was built for fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a good thing that I got that Parkinson's dementia so I don't remember all the times that I spanked my cock just looking at her. <laughs> You're welcome, America. <laughs> now I'm with the countdown. <laughs> the number five song this week. Keith Goya. <laughs> He knows your name. The number five song this week is a new one in the top five. It's called Wiggle by some guy named Jason Derulo, featuring Snoop Dogg. Can we get to hear that shit? Hey, yo, Jason. I am, I am. 
Hey, yo, Chris. Casey oh, gave some lots of stuff. I got one question. What is this shit? What is this shit? What is this shit? What is this shit? What is What? Are they talking about my fucking daughter again? Now she's got a skinny butt. Have you seen the flat stomach on her? Alright. Song number four in the country this week is actually going to be our long distance dedication. Listen to this letter from an American serviceman. Dear Casey, I've been deployed in Afghanistan for nine months. I've been with my partner Steven for four years. Not a day goes by that I don't think about the rim jobs under the moonlight. <laughs> Our anniversary when I had him wear my combat boots as I tongue punched him in his ass. That fart box tasted so sweet. Listen, it's not on the phone right now. I can't come out of one of these high-numbered jams and then come into this death, goddamn death shit. It's fucking preposterous. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, for you, Omar, the number four song of the week in your long-distance dedication is A Little Something by John Legend. <laughs> This is for you and your rib jobs. <laughs> At what point did the rim jobs kick in? What would I do without your Drawing Well, I'll tell you what, Omar, this is gay. <laughs> what the fuck ever happened to Mr. Mister? <laughs> Nobody's ever heard of a John Legend. <laughs> All right, and the number one three song in the country this week is somebody by the name of uh, Magic or Rude or some Rude Magic or something. I heard it the other day, and I always thought, whatever happened to Louis Armstrong? <laughs> is there a goddamn point when I can get out of this? Why did I agree to this? <laughs> Why do I feel like I'm in a bad center at life school? <laughs> well, that was terrible. And the number two song in the country this week is Problem by uh, somebody who sounds like Jennifer Lopez and then that Iggy Azalea chick who likes to get fingered. <laughs> no, that's fancy. You're on the wrong song. Something called Problem. Apparently there's a problem on the board right now. This one. Jennifer Lopez and Mark Anthony and uh, probably Pitbull. <laughs> Whatever happened to the days of Linda Ronstadt? <laughs> I love probably Pitbull. <laughs> All right, and the number one song in the country this week. That sounded Latin. I never probably Pitbull. I never knew Casey Kasem was such a cynic. <laughs> probably fucking Pitbull. And slightly racist. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? And probably Pitbull. I have no idea. Uh, I can't not, tell who the fuck is I'm on the track. I'm not appreciative to those uh, talking outside of my last top five of all time <laughs> before I go into God's pearly yeah, garden gates or something. <laughs> Actually, I'm Palestinian or some shit, so... Yeah, aren't you Jewish? Eh, Jewish moves. <laughs> 
I've always said Hitler had the right idea. <laughs> oh my god. And the number one song in the country is somebody called Fancy by somebody called Iggy Azalea. <laughs> I heard something about her wanting to get fingered at some point, and I'll tell you what, my Jew nose would go right up in there. Is there any Our chance I've had a, to really talk about my daughter yet? <laughs> she likes to get fingered by these old 80s rockers, and it's terrible for me to be around to watch it. What is she saying right now? <laughs> Well, she sounds like every other black chick I've ever heard. Wait, she's not? She's not even from America? What happened to the days of Led Zeppelin and, uh, and Andy Gibb? <laughs> These days are over with. Well, listen, I want to thank Cyanet uh, Radio and the Buzzkill Show for having me on. I thought this it was my last final Cyanara, but I if you guys dial me up again, I might. I thought it was. I thought it was Q and A after that. The Q and A was after the <coughs> the statement I made before. <laughs> oh, I had some questions, Casey made. Kasem. All right, fine. As long as I'm still here. Yeah. Well, well, hold on. Let me talk to my agent. Who's your agent? Hi, this is Jesus. St. Peter? St. Peter's a piece of shit. This is Jesus? Yeah. Let me uh, talk hold to on, Casey. Hold on. Uh, who am I speaking to? Your fucking granddaughter. All right, then. We're not talking to you. Is this Mike Shank? I've known so many bad things you've done in your life. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to do this if you're going to be contradictory. Oh, it's going to get ugly. Who do you want to talk to? Casey Kasem. <laughs> get off the phone, Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you Christ. We're going to block this now, so <laughs> therefore you're going to have to talk to Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn? Oh. All right, Casey's back. Uh, hi, I just had is, one Hi, this is Casey. <laughs> I what would you like, Mike? I just want to... You want to do a long-distance dedication? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh. I wanted to know... <laughs> did you think of anything why, funny? Yes, no, point? why why did you choose to play Shaggy like such a fucking bitch? What was the like method there? What was the method acting there? <laughs> why was Shaggy such a fucking asshole? Well, because I did a I did a stint <laughs> on Hawaii Five O and that was uh didn't go over very well. No, but like everyone hates Shaggy. Like they love him, but they hate him. But everyone hates him. This is a little too much for me. I'm Casey Kasem. <laughs> I want to thank you all for yeah, coming now, out tonight. Keep I your feet you on the ground and keep your hands in the stars. I hope you find your way to heaven, Casey. That doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an atheist. I'm not an atheist. I'm a Palestinian. <laughs> Keep your feet on the ground and keep your hands in the air and something like that. And now I sound like Dink Fartendale. <laughs> Hi, this is Casey Casey. <laughs> <laughs> Finally he does it. Like at the, at the end of it he does it. <laughs> it's becoming time for me to go back up. I want to thank you guys for coming down. This is my long distance dedication. I'm gonna fade away now at this point, but I guarantee you I'll be back at some point. You just keep in touch. I wanna thank you for being the only media outlet that has allowed me to voice my opinion. 
And once again, thank you, America, for my daughter, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, you know what? I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. Listen, that's amazing that we got this booking, first of all. First of all, the guy's dead. Dude, all it took was 50 <laughs> bucks and a Ouija board. He's dead, but he still has an agent, which is insane. Well, it's Jesus. Yeah, Jesus is tough to bargain. You know who he's representing right now? Gandolfini. <laughs> Did he just say those guys were fags? You guys are fags. Oh, those guys are fags. <laughs> hey, are we going to pop this fucking bottle or what? Yeah, pop that bottle. It's Catawba it's juice. Oh, it's a <laughs> twist off. I thought it was going to actually pop. <laughs> For those of you wondering what's going on here, there's a <laughs> bottle of sparkling juice. There you good. go, my friend. I'm good. You gotta at least hold it and pretend right, like you're right. doing something. Be a part of the fucking, you know. We're gonna you like Lil Wayne. He loves popping bottles. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna pass around like a fowdy. Be a fucking rapper. We're gonna dude. pass around like a fowdy. <laughs> pass that shit. Dude, I still drink 40. Come on. Come on, man. When's the last time we had a 40? When Jesus. you went to the store and bought a 40. <sighs> I had to have been 22 Sunday. Sunday. 97, I think. <laughs> yeah, yesterday. When, like, no, CMJ was, like, yesterday, but, like, old. the other day. <laughs> Apparently, I'm, like, his grandfather. I was about to bring <laughs> you a 40 tonight. Oh, no. About weed. You should have brought the out. I should have. The 800? The 800. Oh, my God. The, the 8 ball? <laughs> the 8 ball. Do they still make Sanides? Yeah. Mm, I'd love to get yeah, those. I think they do. Have you seen? Well, you haven't. I'm about with the corn mash. The uh, 40s in the plastic ice bottles. Bull, bull no. ice. Oh, yes. It's bull ice ounce, or ice like, bull. I can't remember which way the. It's not as fat. It's went. like taller, but it's 40 ounces. It's a plastic bottle. They're going to start selling those at the new Viking Stadium. So you don't hurt yourself when you finish drinking it. You don't smash right. it over your head or try to stab someone with it. Yeah. That's or when, they do it for. Or when fucking O-Dog shoots someone exactly. at the gas station. You don't, When you drop that shit, it bounces. Talk shit about my mama. Yeah. <laughs> Feel sorry for you don't want to. Can I just okay? For no, those, you can't. No, I no, can't. No, okay, no, no. Shank, 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 shank. We've had this discussion before. Oh, you put it back in the pan. Jesus Christ! Why don't you tuck that Never dick? Mind. Never mind. Why don't you tuck, tuck it? Why don't you tuck that? <laughs> why don't you tuck that dick down there like Buffalo <laughs> Bill from Silence of the Lambs? Well, I'm not entirely sure we can end on a higher note other than no, we that you killing Tucking. his bit. But well, yeah. Um, it, it wasn't even a bit. Fuck it's that all bit. It was. Well, I know it wasn't a bit. You don't ever bit. have bits. You just have what you do. You riff off and you go. You riff. You're a riffer. Sometimes I bring bits. You're a riffer. Hey, yeah. you know what? You got bits and bits. We don't have any guests bits bits in two weeks, so. Okay. It's you and Fosse and me and Caesar. Sounds Whoop. good. We'll do that. Two we'll weeks. do that. It's two gonna weeks? be. A, yeah, two weeks from today. Precisely. If anyone <laughs> right now is listening, hit up my Facebook or the Buzzkill or, or anyone's. Hey, hey. And, and if you fucking sat through this, I just want to say that. And not, not to diss the show. It's great. But you're, not you're, invited, you're, you're not invited back anymore. No, listen. Shut the... If, if you're still listening right now and you tuned in when we started, you're a fucking G, dude. True. Like, straight up. True. Anyone who did that and can prove it somehow, <laughs> fucking, I'll give, I'll give you free fucking merch for life. If we talk about an hour tonight. three, dog. What we talk about an hour three is how you. Have oh, to it's a whole thing. It's like anybody that's friends with CMJ. 
listened to the first few segments, and then when we started going, they're like, okay, we're done with this. Yeah. <laughs> then when Casey Kasem came by, that was crazy, but I mean, when he came by, it was like, well, how do you not pay attention when Kaysom's yeah, online? Yeah, that was you like just, you, that was like IMAX theater. You do it. You just do it. <laughs> well, I, apparently I have an in with God, so we might yeah, be able to get weird. him back. Do you know I have an in with you God? You have an in with God. Look at what he's drinking now and what we're drinking. <laughs> he's gangrene. I don't want any more of that two gingers for the rest of the night. Take it yeah. with you, Mike. Yeah, it's all yours, man. I want Hepe. No, we don't want. I don't want to see that roll into the studio in two weeks. Do you guys, like, <laughs> do you guys not like it? No, I or did. Now that your mouth's been around it, I don't want anything <laughs> to do with it. Shut the fuck up. That poor girl's stuck with it now, but you're. Yeah, well, I don't want your Jameson <laughs> you don't have to bottle. Spread that shit you're to so other terrible. people that actually care about you. So on that note, is that it? We're done. Let's sign out. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Let's sign that out. Well, let's thank Here's CMJ. a new J. Well, yeah, thank man. you for having me on. I appreciate I wanna, it. Yes, I want to thank Christopher. Let's uh, thank Ashley Sealer for being here in spirit. Yes. In spirit. And God, you know, bless her on us. And Be hopefully recovery. that puking wasn't just to lose weight. Right. Because nobody likes to do that. Okay, well, that's probably another benefit they're going <laughs> to do. So. H is great. Starvation, bulimia. Hey, man, how do you think I lose weight, man? Exactly. It's I've not just it. A. Listen, it's that's the disgusting. new charity I'm going to take up. It's Bulimia, disgusting. it's not just for chicks anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to do a benefit to raise awareness for your own male-dominated yeah. disease. Did I ever tell you mine? No. It's uh, uh, a benefit for uh, uh, like uh, self-examination for cancer, breast cancer or testicular cancer. And it's called check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I was trying. To, you, I was trying to do a similar one a couple of years like, ago. That's funny because I get a laugh out of it. But that's some ill shit. If that was a hip hop fucking thing that Ice Cube did every year, oh, he'd for be like, making a shitload of money, bills, yeah. dude. I'm telling you. And I thought of that shit like eight years ago at the Dinky Tower. It used to be a joke, and it's still a joke to me. But at the same time, it's kind of serious. Like, come on. It is. It's good. That's this a great, great idea. One. Dude, I'm telling you, Rap for Life 7 if you want to do it, dude. Wait till 7. Check get, yourself. Get Ice Cube to come in and perform. Before you right. wreck yourself, I'm telling you. And it's you. all about testicular and prostate cancer. So it's a bunch of dudes playing with their balls and finger in their assholes. Yes, dude. And, and then Cube performs. Right. <laughs> you could probably get him for like two grand. Or you could, you could uh, get uh, Izzy right. Azalea and she and, could just scroll around and everybody right. stick their fingers and, in. Uh, so check everybody me out. Get. If you want more ideas for benefit shows, <laughs> find me on Facebook. What up, Word. though? Because I got him. As we were thanking our guests this evening, and God damn Shank, Mike of course, Shank. sabotaged it. Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. Sabotaged. It's on you. You're good at sending Fine. this out. You're Here's better, the much better than me because I just started talking dirty. On behalf of Christo, Ben Fossey, K to the G, myself, and Mr. Anderson, we'd love to welcome our guests, Dr. Shankenstein, and the always talented Thank you for having me. and prolific motherfucker, CMJ, Appreciate Chris you Michael Jensen. Yeah. Thank you. Dude, thanks for coming on. Thank you. With a bunch of us degenerates. Thanks for playing Anyone? the songs. And like I said, June 26th, Thursday, next Thursday, Rap for Life 4. Absolutely. Benefit for mental health. Come out to the Poor House. Show up to the Poor House. Doors open at 7. It's $10, so it's going to be a good time. It's going to be dope. And thank you for playing along. Absolutely. <laughs> Pick up his record. Go to Bandcamp. Don't give fucking Apple the money. <laughs> 
If you're going to own digital, ChristopherMichaelJensen.bandcamp.com. Exactly. That's it. You'll find it there. Hey, thank you guys for putting up with us again for another week. We'll see you in two weeks with God knows what. It's the middle of summer, so we're not really thinking about the show. No. And we never really had to do it in the summer, so I feel lazy. So fuck you. It might yeah. just be a show just like us talking shit. It's, well, it's so, all about gym tan and laundry, man. Absolutely. You've been listening to the Buzzkill what? Show here on SignetRadio.com. Imagine in microphones and laying under the 